to do like a clap? I mean, do you want to clap? No, I just didn't know if we needed to. If you want to, I just piece it. I I just piece it together an audition just because I just take 20 minutes to do that because I hate myself. But it's it's fine. It works. Um, It's perfect. Hello. It. We'll do it live. All right, yes. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Cool. All right. There we go. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. I'm Bill O'Reilly. Thanks again for watching. We'll leave you with Sting and a cut off his new album. Take it away. It's Brigham Young Money, and that's. I don't know how much of that's going to be in the intro, but whatever. Wow. <laughs> We're hyper and on sugar. It's great. I haven't had any. Well, okay. Hold on. No sugar in this, though. So we're we're chilling. It's Kyle here, and I'm here with my two. Uh, Jordan Jordan's drinking Mountain Dew, <laughs> dude. Th- okay, at least you're on. You're brand. fucking sick on brand. Okay, Jordan's here, Greg's here. He's drinking a beer. Everyone's like, per- all three of us are perfectly on brand. It's like hard seltzer, Mountain Dew, and beer. Okay, perfect. I'm telling you, the last like 48 hours have destroyed my brain. So what does it matter anymore? Let's just let's just destroy this whole thing. The fucking sun, like yeah, the planet's melting. Drink your Mountain Dew, man. It's fine. Bring back smoking in airplanes. Mount, Mountain Dew comes from the earth. It's God's nectar. And <laughs> we have a guest with us today. We have. I think you're our first YouTuber, actually. Oh fuck. I'm gonna call it. I'm calling you a YouTuber. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's. I, wait, have we had a have we had a fellow? Have we had a YouTube personality on before? I don't think we have. Okay, Kelgore. Hello, Kelgore. Hi. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm honored to be on here. Okay, here's the thing, though. What I gotta know, I gotta know about your fascination with with Utah. But I, I wanted to ask first: Have you been to Utah? Yes, I love Utah. Really? Okay. What do you yeah. like? Or did you come like for the outdoors? Did yeah, you come for AlphaCon? Mostly. Did you come for a <laughs> yeah, Salt Lake well, Bees I, game? I went for AlphaCon, but then I stayed for the uh, the beautiful rock formations. Nice. Yeah. Um, you know, I really love Utah. I first went there in like 2013, I think. And I thought it was just amazing. We were camping. We were, you know, staying all over the place. And then I went back last year. We did a big camping trip during the pandemic so that we didn't have to like stay indoors anywhere. And, um, it was beautiful. It was a lot different than the last time I'd been. And I think way more populated, I guess. Did you go to like Southern Utah or we in Northern, like were we in the Red Rocks? All over. Um, we went, we went up like from Arizona and like to the, the parks down there. What is it? It's like, um, there's like St. George and Zion. Yeah. Bryce. Exactly. We did all that. And then we came up through that one in the middle that I'm forgetting the name of. Capital Um, Reef. Capital Reef. And we hadn't planned it. And so we didn't stay there. We stayed just north of it in a place called goblin valley goblin valley <laughs> yeah, yeah. Goblin valley rocks right. so cool saying I, goblin valley rocks is a good sentence goblin way, valley but, but rocks anyway. it truly does but yeah there's like some um like free camping near there but it's just the weirdest thing because you just keep driving and driving and driving and you see someone like is camped and you're like oh let's go another like 500 yards at least to get away oh, yeah. from them because it's so vast and open and it was beautiful so that was really cool and then we went up to like you know um arches and moab and all that that's what changed the most from the time before and um in salt lake city a little bit i've never really like hung out in the city and then ogden yeah. for the uh whatever the guy who made the guns museum oh <laughs> john brown uh brown yeah, John Browning. Browning. Yeah, yeah not John Brown. Browning. No, no, sorry. John's like, wait. 
different guy. Um, I was going to say, guy, guy who made guns in Utah, you're going to have to be a little bit yeah, more specific. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> we narrow it down. <laughs> I forgot the um, Browning thing is here. Yeah. Yeah. I, just, I think Utah's cool. I also love that it's like its own Instagram aesthetic. It's like the Red Rocks girls. You oh, know? we've done. Oh, yes. We, we oh, did you're a familiar? Really good episode. <laughs> yeah, we've done. I mean, we could. We, we At some point, we should talk about how Haley Devine claims she's selling her $2.3 million house because of cancel culture. Because I think, of cancel culture. I think that is an awesome. I fucking hate when ca- I get canceled and have to sell my $3.8 million Dude, house. The best yeah. part about it is I, I, I watched her like probably 30 minute Instagram story explaining all of it. And she essentially, it was a preemptive, it was a pre, it was, she was preempting cancel culture. She was like, my entire life is working with brands and I might get canceled in the future. It's <laughs> so the ultimate persecution. You know what I mean? And this is, I, it was, it's this so is, awesome. Guys, I'm thrilled to be announcing my partnership with Raytheon. Oh, oh nice. I wish. I wish she did. I, and what we're going to, we're going to go back to the desert where, you know, they tested every weapon in World War II. Oh, my goodness. And we're going to recreate the whole thing. It's going to be You know great. how your grandparents have cancer? Well, guess who's working with the people that gave it to them? Uh, maybe, now your kids are going to have it. Maybe that's what Area 51 has been this whole time is just like creating all these white women. <laughs> because <laughs> they are like it's a it's an it's, it's a very distinct look <laughs> let's it's, just it's say crazy. that yeah we went on uh there really is a utah aesthetic yeah that. yeah um so, oh, yeah, so okay. you're asking about my obsession with it though yeah and- so you've you've obviously experienced the the best parts about utah i'd, I'd say i think oh, the outdoor yeah. stuff is like i think all three of our favorites and it really only literally why i stay in the state it really only goes downhill from there (laughs) i think quite literally uh into these valleys where all these sickos live and you (laughs) have like really found yourself uh being interested and i might say obsessed with the particular kind of person that this state produces yeah, perverts. Uh, usually I like a to white, call them. <laughs> yeah, absolute sickos. And we'll get into that a little bit more later in this episode. But like, how did you? For I'm so curious how like you found yourself enraptured <laughs> in what can only be described as the AlphaCon extended universe. Like it started well before AlphaCon, but AlphaCon really just like grouped them all together and put like a oh name my god, on it. it's beautiful. Yeah, you know, I think. It's just that I have a fascination towards these people in general. And I think Utah is just simply the best. Like, do you guys just have just the cream of the crop? You know what I mean? Yeah. In terms of. No one makes sickos quite like us. Yeah, exactly. It's just this perfect. Well, and the other thing is I've been interested in like multi-level marketing stuff. I'm not interested. In, well, that's the be- that sounds no, like I'm yeah, like joining I, one. I, I um I, what I mean is I'm, I'm interested not gonna in join like anti MLM content. And yeah. specifically there you hear a lot about Utah and they're all over now, but some of the best like early MLM companies, oh my God, some crazy stuff yeah. going on in Utah. So there's that. Um I don't know. I think it's just the epitome of like where like Christianity and grifting kind of intersect. Yeah, it, it, it really it, it really is the perfect like uh, combination of religion and capitalism. It yeah, really is. like we've talked we've talked extensively on this pod about how Mormonism really is like the most American, most capitalist religion. Uh-huh. And it all comes to like it all comes to a head when you live. In the Mecca. Yeah. I mean, 
It really is just like the elevator pitch for our podcast more than anything else. Like, dude, like, yeah. hey, you know how everyone in the state seems to be really strange and or have <laughs> ulterior motives for everything they do? We could probably make something around that. Yeah. Yep. It is It is incredible, like, the national profile that the state has gained by, like, based on those personalities. Because, like, I a lot, a lot of people like not in Utah that are like people I know that have never been to Utah are familiar with like the, these types of people. And like, I don't like, I, I get why it happens, but it's like, it is incredible. Like just per capita, how many of these freaks we have. And like every single time, like I, I watched your video about um, Jimmy Rex. That was the first one of yours I saw, but I, I today was the first time I, I had watched your, uh, I, it was pretty new. The one, of um tim ballard and operation underground oh, railroad yeah. and the and you you called it out perfectly you were like saying like there's like a through line through all these freaks and it's it really is <laughs> O-U-R. and i it's yeah it's like so incredible that it really is for every single one of these guys if you go through any of their instagrams at, they have at least one picture with tim ballard they go to an event that's like an anti-human trafficking thing and they all are connected to to operate they're all on the damn railroad like all it's of them crazy it's, yeah. And I don't and, know why, like, I mean, I, I know why it is, but like, it's so, it's so crazy how it's, they're always there. OUR is always there. Okay. But like Utah has got to have like a lot of nonprofits, but it's just this yes. specific one is like this big media one. And I don't know what it is. Cause there's got to be other ones that people, influencers and stuff like to give to, but what is it about operation underground railroad? It's a lot uh, of things. Yeah, I think I think for one, it's like how do you criticize yeah, it's like an anti-human trafficking uh, network or or nonprofit? It's right. like, oh, what you you're you're for trafficking children? That's what you're into. You're a fucking pedo. A disclaimer at the beginning. I of even video did a disclaimer because I knew that was going to happen. It's like, no, obviously, yeah. I don't want anyone fucking be trafficked. <laughs> Yeah, we've had to say that multiple times too Why when we've do done episodes on this? OUR and Tim Ballard and these sickos. Like, yeah. no, just for the record, we are anti human trafficking. Human trafficking is bad. Mm -hmm. I'd agree. <laughs> I mean, I think 100%. there's a few factors. Yeah. I think there's a few factors for why, like, OUR had such like an underground success here. First of all, you have the kookiest like origin story with Tim Ballard ever yeah. where he's just like, oh yeah, gosh. yeah. Anyway, uh, God told me to be a secret agent uh, while I was driving somewhere. And um, also I wrote fan fiction about how Abraham Lincoln was secretly Mormon. Anyway, uh, give to my charity. <laughs> yeah. And so it, it's that it's, it's publicizing by, and like, I, what can only be described as like a partnership with like the Mormon church. Like they've like actively promoted his work. That's a big thing. It's Instagram influencers around here, like the Mormon mommy bloggers. They all are like super into it because they've, they've totally latched on to it was, all yeah. of that. Like this, the hashtag save the children thing was well, enormous. Yeah. Absolutely. So it was super interesting when in like 2020 really bumped them up quite a bit. And like, of course there are like the QAnon aspects where like people got really into that and then they're like, okay, anti-human trafficking like yeah i'm 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 against i'm i'm against human trafficking like who's who's doing who's doing the work oh it's clearly this blue-eyed freak um yeah. but he, but like uh in 2020 like a lot of people from what i saw like there were I, I saw a lot of like normie people with like 
liberal tendencies being like, oh, yeah, like I like BLM or whatever. There was like an equal and opposite reaction from like the conservatives who felt like they needed to speak out about the things they cared about, aside from like just like not wearing masks or whatever. And a lot of them got really high on like the human trafficking thing because they're like, oh, I also care about shit, too. I know you all care about like cops killing people well i care about something that's even worse and it's called human sex child trafficking yeah the worst and they're being thing. sold through wayfair and tim ballard's stopping it and it's like so he was at like the the cusp of that too and then you have people like the um the state attorney general sean reyes uh being like best friends with him and going on these these freak scapades where they go and pretend to save children from sex trafficking. So he's gone on and a bunch of those and he's got like athletes, like he's had NBA players like show up. Bryce Harper, team. Mike yeah. Tomlin, like yeah, billionaires like too. Yeah. 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 Billionaires as well. And like, yeah, like Bryce Harper was the MVP of the national league last year. Like he's one of the biggest yeah. baseball players in the world. Like dude with like, I don't know how many, followers online but like you don't get much more famous than like the major league mvp oh, it, and he's oh like a huge advocate and has like been on missions with tim ballard i, I totally so forgot like, to tell you guys there was this there's this company there's this like real estate company that makes like housing developments or whatever they had a partnership with operation underground railroad and i was like how, wait, yeah, i think like, i think this is Wait, I feel like I know what this is. God, I'm like totally blanking right now. But I think that's actually how I originally found out about Operation Underground Railroad was because I was looking at this guy who was like a real estate guy. Yeah. Oh, Paul God. Hutchinson. I don't oh. know. If it's Hutchinson. Actually, it's there's, not- there's- Tons. If it's Hutchinson, I'm just going to go ahead and just walk right into it. No, it wasn't. Know, I'm like totally blanking on to me. I'm like totally blanking on what this was right now. But yeah. another early one that got me interested in this Utah scene was Connor Boylan. Oh, the yes. The Tuttle Twins. Yes. And yes. Oh, yes. I. That oh, are you talking Connor? Guy. Is it Connor Boyack? Boyack. Yeah, Connor Boyack. Sorry, Boyack. sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Connor Boyack. Yeah. Yes. Connor Ballsack. Connor <laughs> Ballsack. Yes, the so, guy who got gifted yeah, a uh, thing by him. his mom. It's it's yeah. wonderful. And also, so I think um, another part of this is that y- this Utah scene is so fascinating because it's it's more widespread now, but it kind of was like the early intersection of like what I would call like shitty libertarianism yep like uh-huh. <laughs> not yeah. libertarian if, if it was if it's like libertarianism as it's written about in like a text or something like in theory not not at all what i'm talking about it's like this weird like modern like ron swanson libertarian shit that people yeah. latched on to it's like halfway dream. to a fucking ideology but not all the way and it really like he is like the fucking embodiment of that Connor yeah, Boyack. He, yeah absolutely so, like there, so like, yeah he's so a libertas guy right <laughs> yeah libertas yes, institute yes, yeah he yes, runs that libertas. shit yeah so like so you had that video about uh Tim Ballard and he was on he was doing a video for Prager U, which I was just like <laughs> and it was it seriously I go don't go watch the Prager U one. Go go watch Kelgore's because it is it is insane. <laughs> he goes like it's I mean, it's it's like the perfect video. So he like tells like the story about how he just like stripped down, he basically left the CIA to make money as as a grifting 
the thing that he's doing now. He's like, oh, I was forced out of the CIA. The 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 story that he didn't tell on that, why he what he actually says he does is because like he was tired of the government bureaucracy and all the hoops he had to jump through to save children. But really, he realized he could make like a killing doing this. Yeah, and um. And like as part of that whole thing, he just like weaves it into how like teachers are indoctrinating our kids and grooming them. And that's why we have like victims of sex trafficking. It's one of the most like insane leaps of logic I've ever heard in like, like I know those all those videos are bad shit crazy, but he literally just goes straight from like. Yeah, like there are all these kids in traffic to check out this video of me of me buying them, I guess. But like, who knows what was actually happening? Yeah, but it's actually all part of a sitting operation. And that's why we shouldn't teach kids about trans people, because there's yeah. we're teaching they literally even like change the music when he says yes. it. Oh, <laughs> it's horrifying. So you're like whiplash. Tim, you're like, yeah, wait, Tim, what? The, that's yes. it's so fucking gross, man. Yeah. Um, and like to somehow be like anti-sex ed as well. Oh, that oh, was sure. actually the main that was like thing the main, he said. Yeah, yeah. He said and like sex ed. He's like in any other context, this would be illegal. But they are showing kids pornography. He says we're making boys into pedophiles. <laughs> we're making boys into pedophiles. <laughs> That's what's happening it's, online. It's Tucker's it's back. <laughs> Yeah, he is. Anyway, wow. so I, I love wow. that video, and I'm so glad that you're on the Tim Ballard beat because. Yeah. Um, oh no. I hit yeah, a button. I'm you. sorry. There's our intro music. <laughs> I was trying to turn um, Tim Ballard beat. <laughs> the Tim Ballard beat. And like you like you went through some like the Vice article and we had some some articles uh, or some episodes about all that reporting that they did that was basically just really documenting about how all those things are just a complete sham oh my God, uh, from yeah. the people who went on those operations. And of course. I mean, he's been under criminal criminal investigation for for fraud, um, essentially. For like so. the last year and a half, it feels like. Yeah, they were they tried to keep it under wraps at first, and they just said like an unnamed organization, but it was pretty clear <laughs> they were like, yeah, there's this unnamed organization that's claiming to stop sex trafficking in like Central America, and they're going on a lot of high profile things, <laughs> and, and they're based in North Salt Lake. Yeah, and anyway. also, yeah, pretty easy to put two and two is, together. There's also some layer of corruption with the government, right? There's oh, gotta be. Got- Yeah, well, no, you're absolutely right, because I forgot to mention that, like, when we were talking about what was legitimizing them is, like, Trump appointed him to, like, this weird, like, honorary role that was, like, yeah, he was, like, honorary sex trafficking vigilante, like, for the whole, for the homeland of, for homeland security, I think it was, like, they're not bringing their best folks, and we have to get rid of them. It was like it's so it's it's an incredible thing where where people in the government like the president's just like yeah no we're just nominating this guy who's like just a glorified CrossFit trainer and to oh to just have this weird honorary anti trafficking role it was incredible I that is one of my favorite things about all these grifters is that like every one of them has like some sort of picture on their Instagram where they have like the post steroid bloat yeah oh he well. Yeah. OUR has a gym. Like they have a legitimate gym. Oh, yeah. like they, they, have, they have an their actual offices. CrossFit gym. Yeah. Yeah. It's up in North Salt Lake. It's right I, off I uh, Redwood they Road. They might have two because I think there's one in Draper as well. How Maybe many things does this organization need? Oh, CrossFit OUR, Draper, I feel OUR, like all Draper, of these Utah. guys that I look into, it just goes deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. Like you could look at the OUR tag on like Instagram or something and every single person that you click on, you're going to find like the weirdest <laughs> fucking link tree with all these weird websites and they all have like a foundation. <laughs> it's just like, sorry, Mike. Okay. On. 
I'm sorry. The CrossFit OUR Jim and Draper. So these reviews are so funny. It's like, I mean, it's five out of five star. It's 76 reviews, five stars, of course. People love this this thing. But it's like, not your typical CrossFit. Feel like a family fighting for a great cause. <laughs> it's like you're at a CrossFit gym and they're like thinking that they're like part of some. Yeah, the they most use Central American CrossFit children gym. instead of kettlebells. Yes, it's I. It's unbelievable. I mean, yeah, you just do kettlebell swings with like car seats. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. just a sign on the wall that says "A child trafficker lifted today." Did you? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! They're gonna That's steal awesome. that, dude. They honestly Fuck, might. Man. They're in the Pending. gigantic American flag. They have a Marines flag too, and then they have a huge uh, American flag. Of course they do. It's, That's so funny that they have like a marines flag and all that shit but like their entire message is being anti-government well, they say it's that so beautiful they say that they're made it's up like, of it's, current law enforcement officer former special ops current law enforcement so they just like i don't know what that means if they're just cops that go on these missions but it's a um, navy seals who pissed hot for cocaine and had to get kicked out yeah <laughs> i love it dude it's it's really cool anyway it's all the for, former guards from it's a bunch Abu of fucking Grib. dishonorable discharges or something <laughs> <sighs> we love to see it yeah so what uh, was that oh we could that talk oscar about isaac movie that came out a couple of years ago about abu Ghraib. it's like all those guys <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, well, yes, it is like all well, those guys. I mean, it, it makes sense why they would have like the military flags and all that, too, because like the great thing about Operation Underground Railroad, if you're like a chud, is you get to be racist against people not in your own country. So they can't call you racist. That is oh, true. It's like a wet dream for them. You're like, I'm going to go do a <laughs> citizen's arrest in Thailand. See you later. <laughs> <It's>, yeah. <laughs> oh, and that quote that you read that was like. We're finally getting oh. him back for Nam. Oh that my quote, god! That quote, well, actually, you didn't read it. You just put it on the screen. That was like, oh yeah, about how that. they sometimes like people that might get attracted to the victims or whatever. It's like it hmm. was literally like, oh, please come to me if you find yourself like having any urges. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, oh. yeah, sorry guys, I got a boner when I was trying to, you know, maybe you it's guys shouldn't be going on children. these missions. Yeah, crazy. The all of, like the psycho fifty-year-old white dudes we rounded up in suburban Utah uh, who were just dying to go to southeast asia might be kind of weird so uh yeah that's that's these are all no, guys no, no. who are They're no there longer to arrest people yeah <laughs> these are all guys true. who can no longer watch leon the professional that's right that's absolutely right well um on another note, unfortunately, I do have to mention this as a word from our sponsors. Uh, Chelsea Clinton has a new show that's coming out on Apple TV Plus starting <laughs> September 9th. It's so gutsy. Uh, it's called Gutsy. And it listen, guys, it's good. We look, we there. The review embargo hasn't ended yet, but we've all seen it. We loved it. We're passionate about it. There's this incredible episode where Hillary walks Chelsea through how to bomb Libya into <laughs> the Stone Age. Yeah. And I found it incredibly inspiring. There's never before seen footage from the wedding starring Ghislaine Maxwell. Um, it's really good. I highly recommend everyone check it out. They call it gutsy as a uh, an homage to what they did to Gaddafi. That's oh my <laughs> Jesus! Are you kidding me? <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, okay. Uh, Chelsea twenty twenty four. We're Chelsea all twenty twenty four. We're on. We're, so before we get to our main topic, we want to get Greg to go through his headlines real quick. I know he uh, is very desperate to go through these. So Jordan, please play the song, uh, and then we can let Greg <laughs> tell us about what's going on. 
real fast. Welcome to hell, Thank you. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you very much. I, I love my soundboard. It, it gets even better than blocked by the lead singer of Disturbed from from Twitter. So, you know, I always forget that. Anyway, I don't. Right. It's, a, I'll go it's, through it's a badge quickly. of pride. Oh, we have to talk about the most depressing one first, man. We should. I, we I want to get I want to like, let's just get it over with. Yeah. We, we do have Rip to. The band-aid we, off, this you is know? a follow up on our. Uh, we did an episode about the original story recently. But anyway. So, headline number one, it just keeps getting worse. So, new details have emerged after the bombshell AP story about the Mormon Church's sexual abuse hotline that was printed uh, weeks ago. This is from Twitter user at Celestial Yeti. Uh, He tweeted out, until very recently, the LDS Church's handbook of instructions for stake presidents and bishops required that 15 high priests participate in stake disciplinary councils, but explicitly excluded men who would be mandated reports because of their occupation. Yeah. And he, he had screens. Uh, they had screenshots from from the handbook before and after, like what the change was the previous one. I, I can't remember. Did it specifically mention law enforcement? I think it did. But it yeah. essentially was like, yeah, as well as lawyers and, and, you know, like social workers and a few other type professions were like you would be mandated to report or say something when you found out that a member of your ward or member of your congregation was being sexually abused oh my god yeah so that's a good little uh that's a good little addendum to the story that we have already uh, it's it's hard not to draw that these people knew exactly what was going on and this is a pretty major cover-up yeah i mean it just seems like it's an institution that did everything possible to make sure that there was institutional framework in place to make sure that they could cover their tracks. Well, not necessarily cover their tracks, but like save themselves from liability. Yeah. Yeah. It really yeah. seems to me that they were trying to do everything they could to not get bad press, which sucks to suck. Yeah. Oof. It's really like I I joke, but I probably shouldn't because it's like I can't really think of many things worse than this. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty bad. And I, you know. It, it, like I was thinking about this a lot while I was watching your video, Kelgore, about like Tim Ballard's thing, talking about like, and you mentioned like how much, how many, how much abuse has happened under like, oh my god, yeah, the guys of of organized religion, and I think that's we we just what we know about is like yeah. huge. Think of like yeah, how like, much further inward. it goes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, like, I got I got a bunch of. Uh, there's a quite a few people in the Salt Lake area. You don't even need to fly to to another continent, Tim. You could start taking people out here if you were that. that yeah, was really sure. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just just think about like the church's uh, Boy Scout settlement and how that got yeah. scuttled because the church was trying to also throw any sort of any sort of uh, abuse allegation that was even tangentially involved with scouting. Yeah, just so they it's could throw. Fun. Yeah, just so they could throw it on the scout, the, the Boy Scouts of America's books instead of their own. Like, yeah, it's, and, yeah. And, and and there's something you mentioned in your video also. Like a lot of victims of abuse, especially when they're children, don't really know what's happening to them, and like a lot of that is due to like just one, just how it, how bad in general a lot of like sex education is in this country, mm-hmm. in different parts of the country, especially. But like when there is like instituted fund like religious fundamentalism to where like that type of thing can't even be talked about, yeah, uh, without people saying it's creating pedophiles or whatever. 
um it's just like there's a lot of like layers there where it's like uh like a religious puritanism and making sure people don't kids don't like learn things yeah but then they end up becoming victims of abuse and they may not understand what's happening to them because they didn't learn things so right and it's like this know. like person of power or something. But also I had just watched, I recently watched Keep Sweet, the, the yeah. docuseries. Oh. And like, oh my God, oh, like they man. are so young and everything. It's so sad to hear these people talk about like, they they, they always say that they're like, I didn't know what was happening. Yeah. And it's just like so heart wrenching. But yeah, it's the same thing with Tim Ballard. It's like, you know, why don't you go like in your own state, like you said, like just go do some patrols, go see how that goes. Well, there is a bit of a conflict (laughs) of interest there between OUR and the Mormon church. And that is, they're both represented by the same law firm, Mm -hmm. Curtin McConkie. I forgot they represent OUR too. I just can't deal with that. So is there someday going to be a big uh, uh, documentary about Curtin McConkie? What do you you say it's called? Curtin Curtin McConkie. Curtin McConkie. Yeah. That, Which they used to be, there used to be three members until one of them uh, went solicited rogue. sex from a minor oh. and ended up. Uh, this is my shocked face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And that's actually when they dropped, they dropped his name and that's when they started the hotline. Oh, that's I, perfect. I, I think yeah, also just to so they're controlling the, they're fielding the calls as well. Oh yes. yes. Wow. That's, that's, that's what the whole hotline story is like you call, instead of calling law enforcement, you call the church's law firm, which goes to their risk management department. That is so fucked. That's dark. That's really dark. Um, But also just like to tie it, but also just tie it into like our subject matter for the rest of the episode too is. I think at a certain point too, especially with the churches, there's also like masculinity and, and, and traditionalist roles as well too. Like, especially dealing with like the boy scout scandal too, because like most people who were abused as, as, as a boy, especially when it comes to like religious organizations don't come out into their forties or fifties just because of the shame yeah. factors inside. There. Yeah. And, well, oh yeah. And there's I think a lot there. And I think that's going to come out for decades to come. You as think well. that's like a byproduct of like the masculinity? Like, oh, don't don't ever absolutely. talk about that There's kind of also, thing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I I can't remember which general authority it is. Someone posted a video of um, Jordan. You might know. You might have seen it. But there was a general authority. Looked like the video was from late '90s, early 2000s. I think where he was essentially saying that victims of, of abuse may be asked by God to determine their own culpability or responsibility in the abuse that they suffered. And I can't remember which one it was, but I think it's not only masculinity, but there's also a layer there as well. And that's something that we, that we saw with like the, um, like rape cases at BYU where girls were scared to report certain things because they might get kicked out of school, depending on what the situation was or how they ended up. Well, that literally happened to certain people right? because that was happening. So like, I mean that actually in practice. And then when there's like member or like, uh, authorities in the church saying like, Oh, if you're a victim of abuse, maybe you did something to deserve it or put yourself in a situation. And then that also factors into the I'm not it was, tell it's the Mormon the version of, of why are you dressing like a slut? Well, I mean, it's yeah. even more than that, too, because you go back to like what like President Kimball said in like Miracle of Forgiveness, where it's like if you didn't fight to the death during your assault, then you kind of wanted it. Oh, yeah. So like that's a, that's almost a direct quote from what, what it actually fuck? said. Yeah, it's it's not great. There's a reason why we're not anywhere near involved anymore. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's um. So it's literally saying that like 
rape basically is worse than death because you would have yes. chosen death. Yep. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, we uh That's it's, dark. It, it's a pretty dark culture. I am <laughs> Jesus. Just... Well, and and you think about it too, like for people like for like people that have gone through this and they know like the thing about the the law firm hotline. And they know it's not gonna nothing's gonna happen. And then you have people come forward and they're basically harassed or they're just not believed. And and like we have this culture of like yeah. This whole thing with like not believing survivors. Yeah. Where it's like there's a lot of um doubt first. Right. And, so, but it's like, uh, yeah, but look at like the the way that they have to, you know, if they did take it through the system, if they did it anonymously or something, like how it just it doesn't work. The system doesn't work for them. It yeah, doesn't work so for them, was, but it works for other people. Which is this exactly was Richard the G. Perk. Scott in 1992. Oh, um, yeah. He said, uh, the victim must do all in his or her power to stop the abuse. Most often, the victim is innocent because the, of being disabled by fear or the power or authority of the offender. At some point in time, however, the Lord may prompt the victim to recognize a degree of responsibility for abuse. Your priesthood leader will help assess your responsibility so that if needed, it can be addressed. And this was uh, this is still on the church's website. Uh, Healing the Tragic Scars of Abuse by Elder Richard G. Scott, the Quorum of the Twelve, April 1992. Um they don't really so, seem like they're really about healing too I mean, much. Yeah, that's an interesting title for, I mean, again, I'm focusing on one line. That's a really bad line. Anyway, uh, Greg, Greg, should we continue? Yeah, let's, yeah, let's just do a whole other but It's a little uh, less dark than this one, I guess. Yeah, I yeah. know. Slightly. Okay. Slightly. Yeah, let's do anyway. an inverse of our regular episodes where we feel like death at the end of it. Next, yes. I have like a fun <laughs> Guys, there's going to be some really funny stuff coming up. I know. Just stick Listen, with yeah. us. We're going to get to this. I might just do all three at the same time and just get them over. After with the hell quick. lines. Okay. <laughs> speed, speed run, Greg. Let's go. Speed run. This uh, line number two Great. from the Salt Lake Tribune, a Utah school investigated a high school athlete digging into her records back to kindergarten after she defeated two other girls and their parents, then questioned whether she was transgender. It came after the parents of the second and third place finishers filed a complaint with the Utah High School Athletic Association, which oversees high school sports in the state. The girl won first place in a competition last year, quote, by a large margin. Healthy, healthy society we've got here, huh? Your kids yeah, are bad at sports. I mean, it's not her fault. Yeah, yeah. This was always going to be the byproduct, or like one of the side effects of the transgender high school ban in Utah. Like, yeah, and like it just opens up a huge can of worms of like, oh, this woman isn't feminine enough. She beat she beat my child by two body lengths in a in a in a swimming in a, in a swim meet. Therefore, she has to be transgender. Yeah, because you have so many sickos like sports parents. Oh or the fucking worst. And then you amplify it with like anti-trans bigotry and you're taking it to just like new unforeseen levels. And again, like this was always going to be what was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> it's really shitty and it's not going to stop. And like, this is, this is the first case of what will be a long line. Yeah. Anyway, you guys ready to laugh? Cause this is actually kind of funny. Please go. All right. Hellline number three, Planet of the Aryans, claims that the Bored Ape Yacht Club uh, NFTs are full of Nazi dog whistles have resurfaced, this time during legal proceedings 
uh, artist Writer Rips, who is being sued by the Bored Apes team, has accused the ultra-popular crypto project of, quote, drawing from neo-Nazi culture and racist communities with their NFTs using fascist imagery. Hold up, hold the up, f- hold up for a second. You're telling me that a libertarian-based monetary system <laughs> might have, like, fascist elements based, to it? Based on based on, on monkeys dressed in, like, Nazi gear and, like, hip-hop clothing? No. No, that's... yeah. Yeah, that's that's so strange. Yeah, I'm shocked. This follows on from claims circulated in June when an hour-long video alleged that Bored Ape Yacht Club was running, quote, the biggest troll in internet history using Rips's findings. The documentary puts forward the theory that the project is actually run by 4chan and 8chan users using NFTs to uh, to spread white supremacist messages and Nazi imagery. Sure. And like when I was clicking on the article, like there was literally a uh, like one of the bored ape NFTs, like wearing one of the uh, one of like the Nazi like eagle. Yeah. War hat. I don't know what you call those. Things. Yeah. The Reich's eagle. The biggest yeah. crime for these, however, that they just suck. They're just so dumb and they suck. They're so dumb. Yeah. There's not even <laughs> one line with a machine gun. It's it's just terrible. Yeah. Sean. We, yeah. We'll get. Wait. Are we talking about Sean Whalen's uh, NFTs? Or we, we already did do that. huh? Okay, I feel like I already like hated NFTs enough for like this to not even like they already suck so bad. So much. That like even this, I'm like, yeah, but they kind of already still sucked. Yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> it was saying. already like it's kind of like this is awful. You know, if, if all this is true, this this is really shitty. But it's it's kind <laughs> of like it already represented just like the worst shit. Yeah. I, know. <laughs> I do. I do have a question though, and that is like, are any of you surprised by this at all? No, yeah, that's the no. thing. No, no, that's like that's how shitty it is. Like, oh, Perfect. you're telling me that these people who are like ultra capitalists might have been like bad people too. <laughs> I don't know. Knock me me over with a feather. It's like, yeah. You're telling me that there's some libertarians who are really racist? I I don't know. That doesn't sound right to me. (laughs) Love to see it. I thought that all of them were simply just didn't have any time between building their race car beds and not being allowed uh, anywhere near elementary school. Yeah, like I didn't think that NFT owners were like not racist. (laughs) <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> basically oh i love to see it all right greg take us home all right last one based on a true story miami fighter fighter kevin newcomb uh was fired from his job last week after his group chat messages about the shooting death of miami uh dade county police department's caesar uh ecoveri or yeah there you go Nice. I don't know how to say that. Uh, we're leaked to the public. Uh, some of the quotes were, uh, who cares? Another dead cop. I had to transport with honor, uh, guard their dead bodies from coronavirus because they were all too stupid to wear masks or get vi- or get vaccinated. Fuck the police. He also explicitly talked about how, uh, um, you know, the cops in Uvalde, which uh, seems yes. to have influenced his opinion. And I think has influenced a lot of opinions. Yeah. Uh, Again, so yeah. I, it's it's a bit of a, a trope nowadays, but it really is true. There's never been a song called Fuck the Fire Department. That yeah. is true. That I, Yeah. 
Mm. Yeah, I think um, there was another quote. I'm totally going to botch it. But like one of the other things he said in the text messages, because it just kept going and going with it these was, messages. Yeah. It was a very <laughs> long It was like diatribe. this little news report, right? And and it just kept going. And one of the things was like, oh, all they do is protect the private property of rich people. And it's like, which is like something you hear just like leftists say. Yeah. Or people like prison abolitionists and stuff. They'll yeah. say shit like that. But like. I never have heard a news report cover someone speaking like that. And I was like, because normally they don't. They purposefully don't repeat those things that might appeal to a populace. I know. It was crazy because they're like, oh, there's just some normie firefighter who said all these crazy things about a cop. Like, let's show this. And everyone was sharing and they were like, wow, nice. Wait, like, I love the brevity here. Yeah. Yeah, really just I think my, my favorite part of the news report was when they said expletive yeah. the police. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what that Which was. needs to be a shirt. Ask the police. Well, thank you, Greg, for taking <sighs> us through that. Uh, yeah, those are bad. It's always my pleasure. And what, what that what that brings us into, uh, of course, is a little bit of a follow-up on that one other time. I can't remember how long it's been uh, since we talked. It's been like two episodes since we talked about the lions, not sheep people. Uh, and the guy in charge of it all. And I will remind everyone that uh, the reason why we first started talking about them is because they were fined by fined a lot of money for claiming that their like garage spray painted T-shirts were made in the United States, but they were uh, made in China. And uh, they just were putting made in USA labels on things that absolutely were not. And as part of this uh Jordan has subjected himself to what can only be described as a clockwork orange-like torture situation uh, regarding a few different people. Sean Whalen's going to kick things. It, it, we're going to get things kicked off with Sean Whalen and go into a familiar uh, name after that. But um, Jordan, why don't you why don't you get us going here? Tell us tell us about what you've learned, what we should know, and how do we defend ourselves against the Mister Lion? I've learned to let things lie for the most part. Um, maybe if I get like a little bug on something to think about, uh, don't follow it. Um, because yeah, sorry. this has been a really rough 36 hours for me because, um, oh God, this is painful. I feel like I have like a tumor in my lower intestine or something. <laughs> uh, so I started looking at like three different people who were like all run these different sort of like like masculinity coaching programs, things. So yeah, I, I already see Kilgore laughing. Ha ha ha. It's, it's, it's yeah. fantastic for me. Kilgore, um, had you heard of Sean Whalen before this? Were you familiar with the lions, not sheep people? Yeah, but I don't think I like kept up with him very regularly and I didn't really know just how it's just, it's just another crazy one. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about his <laughs> NFTs and I can't remember. Do we? I don't know. I sure as I didn't tweet them. I don't want that anywhere near. My I probably <laughs> heard about him from this podcast. Okay, that, that's probably it. We, yeah. He has some of the most uh, just, furry adjacent NFTs they, ever. They, they are. I've seen. I, I've seen furry erotic porn, and it is it is that, but with guns and clothing. Like it's it's like the same thing. It is wildly homoerotic. I am it's, looking it up right now. It's kind of beautiful in a way. Um, Why are they so ripped? Yeah, yeah, like they have like they have like the 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 like bicep vein you only get by like <laughs> okay, it's like if incredible steroid use. It's like if um like a mountain lion was Mr. T. Yeah. Why do they look like this? <laughs> yeah, it's horrifying. <laughs> it rules. Yeah, it is a, it is uh wonderful. Um so 
I started digging into Sean Wayne a little bit more after our last episode, just because like, I was like, this dude's really weird. Um, his Instagram's great. By the way, you see a picture of him and a friend of the show, Tim Ballard, both looking like reject Ken dolls. Like it is something to behold, man. Yeah, it's bad. So I just like one of the first pictures that came up is him doing like the white power symbol. (laughs) Yeah. You like know, the, the like this one this is definitely a white power symbol yeah, right the the okay yeah the, the okay, okay. Like, yeah that's like a proud boy thing yeah it is but it's totally f- been co-opted by the right like the okay yeah yeah you can't oh, do that anymore God, like okay, it, that one's also, he also does like the steven crowder cigar thing and like the jacob wall cigar Every, thing where more and more guys are doing the cigar <laughs> more and thing. more guys are having we love we love a giant Dude's turd rock, in our mouth yeah. folks yeah uh <laughs> cigar aficionado turned in the soldier of fortune so gradually i didn't even notice uh um Castro's got to be just rolling in his fucking grave right now. Yeah, they're instantly like that's n- not not even close to as cool as it as it may no. have been at one point. It Cigars is have been ruined for yeah, a dude, while. Yeah, dude, when I too. see like daily daily caller videos of like Ben Shapiro, like just yeah, sucking no. on a giant turd, it's lost all luster. <laughs> no, like cigars have been ruined by like Rush for like thirty years. Yeah. Oh I yeah, mean, like Limbaugh really destroyed it. It's kind of cool that he died because of it, though. <laughs> it's yeah. actually kind of cool. Um, so we barely scratched the surface on it, like the crappy T-shirts. <laughs> the, <laughs> yeah, the, the crappy T-shirts they put out, the fact that if you did an order, you got like a free copy of the Constitution, which nice touch, I guess, or whatever. Uh, <laughs> That's the funniest detail. Like, it's been a long trope. Like, it's always been a joke, like, on the left of, people making fun of like pocket constitution guys and they're like legit like literally bringing it back so uh, that's like one step above like like second grade like do they think that makes them like a lawyer do you think like a citizen kind of (laughs) no it's it's 100% everything to do with them like being a patriot Mm -hmm. no you if you carry a pocket constitution, you can citizens arrest people you don't like. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna carry like a like a folded brochure version of that chart that has all the logical fallacies on it, <laughs> and I'm gonna whip it out and just be like, I'm sorry, that was post hoc ergo propter hoc, and you just committed it. And then they'll die. Just gonna and hang, then everybody just will Just going to hang out at the local <laughs> local pizza hut and do citizen's arrest for anybody who orders pineapple. I'm a fucking nerd, <laughs> sir. That is an ad hominem attack, and I yeah. will not hear it. <laughs> okay, okay, so anyway, I started sorry. Reading. Let's learn about Sean. I want, I, okay. like, I want to learn more. This is what I do. I just learn about these guys. <laughs> I, I, we love I, I a can't sicko. I can't be you because I feel like I have like the flu right now. You like, have to just, just, oh, I yeah, know for, for anyone who just like again, I, I mean, this is a what I would encourage to be a look, don't touch situation. Jordan's like really gone really close to the edge there. Mm. But like his Instagram is truly like a, it's just a delight. Like he has this one picture where he has his Lamborghini part next to a John Deere tractor and he has this whole he writes like essays for every post and he wrote this. This big post about how he drove his Lamborghini to the tractor store and which he literally called the tractor store. <laughs> and and uh, like, is, I just have to read this. It's so it's like funny. something my four year old would say. This is, he's like, <laughs> dude, 
This is so incredible. Can we go to the, can we go to the tractor store, Dad? Yeah. So he said, uh, "There's so Does many he mean good like things a in feed here." Store, like, is, or is it like a I'm, store where you buy tractors? It's literally, it's I don't know. It's a Lamborghini next to a tractor, just out in like what appears <laughs> is, to be. This field, is such but, a dumb guy. I'm you know, such a yeah. tough man. I mean, he talks about like wearing Italian loafers and all this stuff. But then he goes on. He says, I drove my Lambo to the tractor store today and I smiled my ass off as we discussed balancing the rear tires. I drive my Lambo to my ranch with my boots and cowboy hat on and dig in roads and fix fences. I wear Crocs and Italian loafers no, in the same day. Don't. I fix fences on my ranch while wearing Panary watch. I eat donuts and take out Chinese food on charter jets. I piss off my balcony and I chill on yacht with my friends drinking fine wine with names I can't pronounce. One day it's burgers, the next it's lobster. That's how the fuck I roll. How do you, who do you think you are? I'm the fucking boss of my existence, amigo. I'm anyone and anything I want to be today and every day I'm still upright. I'll live in it even bigger than the last. So the next time you see me in my Lamborghini, I'll likely have Wranglers on and Justin Boots with a little cow shit and a, and a 1911 on my hip. So take a pick while you can because it ain't too many motherfuckers like me out here, son. I am so happy you read all that because that is the perfect Holy representation shit. for what is. Yeah, that's bars. exactly what it is. <laughs> that is the fucking bars. That's a Here's fucking the thing. country song is, right there. Actually, that is the answer to when Tony Soprano asked what happened to the Gary Cooper types. And I, yeah. know, I know we're going to talk about Jimmy Rex exactly. next. Jimmy Rex wishes he could write text like that. That guy, like this yeah, guy. Yeah, but Jimmy Rex is way poetry. more of like a flip flops kind of guy. He's like, he is. even though he Jimmy Rex, like I have tough. issues with Jimmy Rex. Jimmy Rex, in my opinion, is like kind of no- too normal he's like a little bit too he normal he's, yeah, he's not out there doing all this shit he's not like all like pumped yeah. up and over sexual and stuff he's very much just like i'm just like this bro like i've I'm seen like, him in person i like yeah i've experienced he's like a his aura. Third wheel you know yeah. yes. <laughs> no, like he's so small and honestly that's why he's gonna be around a lot longer too because like the whole like i'm gonna be like the awesome cowboy yeah. and also farmer in my lamborghini thing is gonna get is gonna be icarus way too close to the sun it's gonna burn yeah. up at yeah. some point they'll so be jordan, in tax trouble or something yeah 100%. yeah jordan so you you read his book uh, yeah and t- i'm glad you the book. i'm glad you read that entire instagram comment because that was that actually is, like half of the post but yeah. <laughs> yes that is exactly what his book is like because there is no breaks in it whatsoever like you'll have like step oh one, my god that must two, be exhausting it's 60 pages long and i finished and i felt like i had a concussion like it is <laughs> like it is it is the most inane bullshit i have ever read You're in my life the only podcaster with cte honestly probably okay like, real certain, quick uh, i just want to say that that caption that like mixture of like country boy and yeah. like big city alpha boy mix this is the perfect just it, like it just encapsulates this whole culture so well and it used it really to does. be you'd have some working class bigot out in the country and they'd see a city boy in a stupid fucking car and they would be like not from around here are you these days it's like this is like glorified and yes. it's disgusting the only, the only way you can make it better and the only way you can kind of fill like the rest of the void of it is if you somehow invoke the troops because like yeah like, most of these guys don't serve in the military and they'll never come close to it, but they'll invoke the military as like what a tough guy's like mentality is. Yeah. I think that's why they it's do the, the cigars. It's like the G.I. Joe thing. Of our country. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's Sergeant Rock with a cigar between his teeth as he's like charging a bunker or something. Yeah. Yeah. 
And like a cigarette would look too small compared to their giant fucking heads. Why their is it the roids? It's the roids. Yeah, they're they're all juicing up. I was shocked to learn that he is forty two years old. Oh, Sean Whalen, forty two. He's five years older than me. Ooh. Yeah, he wow, that's uh, weird. looks good. <laughs> yeah, that's what, looks really good. Yeah, that's what nonstop tanning and like roid cycles will do to you. Like you'll just. Oh my god! I thought he was at least in his. 50s. He looks like he's in his fifties easily. Yeah, oh. I was like, wow. He, wait, sorry. His family's Mormon. I feel he, so much better about myself. <laughs> his family, his kids are Mormon. His daughter's going on a mission. <laughs> his daughter oh. went on a mission. This is fascinating. Sorry, I I honestly can't. I. No, honestly, Kyle, their Instagram pages for all these guys, like that's the best thing because you just like see like an intimate look. And if you don't look at the captions in it, too, it's even better because you get to fill in the blanks yourself. But if you read the captions, you feel like you get you got kicked in the head by a mule. So it's it's a lot. I am. I feel I feel the gravitational pull and I can't promise you I'm not going to spend a lot of time after we finish recording (laughs) going through this some more because this is me finding out that his daughter Okay, sorry. Anyway, continue. Tell us about the book. He's got uh, he's got the yeah. yeah it, it's sixty pages. It's all big text. Break There's it a down lot of, for us. I want to know what he um, teaches in this yeah. book. Well, he believes. What did you in learn? The, well, he believes in the core four, which he uh, repeated about <laughs> five hundred times, uh, which is just like passion, power, purpose, production, which could mean pretty much anything. Like passion just yeah. means like I'm passionate about what I do. Power, I guess, is. I don't know. Like he switched definitions of power like three times. I'm like, I think it's just like focusing on your body, but I guess that's just another roid cycle. Uh, Purpose. (laughs) That's the, that's what you do. You get out there and you do it. Damn it. And production. That's your business. You get out there and you, you add yourself value. Like you, you earn that money. It's the dumbest thing I've ever read. Wow. I, I can't even tell you. But he also has you run to- that real estate scam and you run it well. <laughs> but I'll get to there too. Like there's four steps you have to follow to succeed in business. The first off, add value, which means you just have to essentially put more effort. It already your feels me- like the dentist system. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these, every single one of these dudes is just a shittier version of Jordan Belfort. Yeah, yep. Kinda, yeah. Unfortunately, it's they're uh, all just doing their own. Sell me this pen. Yeah, like mm. his ad value thing is like put more effort into your social media posts. Which, if you've seen by his Instagram <laughs> a true post, poster, I mean, we can all aspire to that. Yeah, if. If your Instagram posts aren't as long as like a Walgreens receipt, are you even trying? What's your mm-hmm. problem? I I will never again post LOL owned. <laughs> this is the second step is get clear, which means just have a clear take on what you want it to be. Visualize what your attack is and go for it. The third one's Google. You literally just Google what you want to do. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's just Google. That's awesome. Until you find a course and then yeah. Exactly. Until your wife comes in and searches your your history. No, literally what he says is like, you you can find anything on Google. You want to build a plane? You can find the plans on Google. You want you want to make a million bucks? That's there's the there's entire ways on premise Google. of the movie Nightcrawler. <laughs> it is actually. You know, oh that my. confuses me because that makes me feel like this, this book of his, this or these like what he's pitching truly is not for young people. It's really I not. I feel like it's almost that, like, is he targeting old people? 
I don't think he is. I think it's just what he's stuck on. Oh, okay. It's just a stream he's just of not consciousness. That smart. It's no, not like intentional manipulation. It's he's just stupid. <laughs> really not. And you once again, you can tell he didn't ghostwrite this or anything like that because a ghostwriter who has to get in the mind of someone else can come up with a better plan for like success than what he has. <laughs> By far. And the fourth step is copy and take little bits from other people to, you know, build your own thing, which um yeah. That's a, Does that's that a include thing. like inheriting money or? No, it just means stealing other people's <laughs> ideas and making gotcha, them your gotcha. own. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, did he happen to inherit any money or is he self-made? Uh, <laughs> or he doesn't get into that? <laughs> I mean, he's self-made in a way that is a bit different from most people. In that <laughs> he kind of sort of allegedly ran a Ponzi scheme in like the early 2000s. In a, in a yep. Made in China slash no, America he, way. Now, what was the, the, the Jordan, you posted the link to it. So it was like it was in the early 2000s and he was under investigation uh, by some DA in some county DA. I think. Yeah, it, it was, was. A, it was a Daily Herald one from uh, Orem, which pretty much just talked about how like essentially despite the fact that he was like saying that he was making like tens of millions of dollars with his real estate flipping uh, company. He uh, was actually like seven million in debt to a bunch of like lenders, and yeah. um, if you Google like Sean Whalen, you can find a bunch of posts where he's like, "Where a bunch of people are like, yeah, he sold me a house that was dilapidated, and like the moment I moved in, it fell apart." <laughs> yeah, so it says they they've accused like the the people um, these creditors. This says they've oh. accused Whalen of fraud, claiming he filed for bankruptcy to avoid repayment. While simultaneously making huge profits and saying said that he has defaulted on numerous loans, totaling more than <clears throat> totaling more than eight point five million dollars. So court records do confirm that Whale Whalen filed for Chapter Seven bankruptcy. This is in August of two thousand eleven, I think. Eleven, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it seems like he's uh, might be pretty good at scamming the system a little bit. So uh, self made. I guess you could say it's allegedly lots of allegedly's here. I don't allegedly. Yeah, <laughs> no. Yeah. He is allegedly. I mean, look, uh, yeah. So like, for instance, chapter seven protection may not apply to some of Whalen's debts. Thomas believes because debts incurred through fraud can be, can be deemed non-dischargeable or unable to be offloaded through bankruptcy. So there was some funky things going on. He had this business called property 23, which is what he was using. Um, and he was pushing like, even back then he was, uh, people were saying he was trying to try to push himself hard on the internet and claiming that he had made millions of dollars online. Uh, so basically is he a selling, conspiracy guy. Um, you know, he doesn't seem like a big conspiracy guy, but he does seem like the type of guy that like uses like bots to like go into like, threads on reddit and things and just like post like oh it's a shame you didn't make any money with sean wayland's program because i made fifty thousand dollars and then like that's their only post for the profile it's like it's <laughs> very clearly him yeah yeah mm -hmm. and yeah he, he gets really angry like he is a forum like flame war guy like that just like never found his calling like that is a guy who will just like post like in random like better business bureau threads just be like Oh, the the house is fine when I sold it. What did you do to it? That's your fault. Yeah, it's 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 amazing. I love him so much. He's he's brought me immense joy. I think I'm actually going to join the Lions Den. You should get the I black actually, box subscription. It sounds really cool. Yeah, I'm going to do that next. I, I I want the cheap T-shirts I can wear around there to show everyone how cool I am. Um, 
So I, Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Greg. Just real quick. I wanted to add that like it, it, my favorite thing about the book is that he named it how to make shit happen. Oh, it's some, <laughs> yes. which is just like, it's so perfect. Like it's, it was like a weird thing in literature a couple of years back. Like it really started with like the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Yeah. And then like every book was like how to be a fucking motherfucker. <laughs> well, so, you know, and like just jumping on that bandwagon is just such like a perfect glimpse into like his creativity. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's perfect. So this, this lion's den thing, Jordan is uh, it's, it's his, it's, his mastermind group, right? Yeah, it's his coaching group. So, so this is something, Kelgor, that you brought up on your video about Jimmy Rex, because this is a thing that all these guys do is where they all – so the goal for like every company, every individual trying to make money, the entrepreneurs or whatever, is subscriptions now. Because having recurring revenue month to month, year to year, et cetera, is uh, like – that's the move just across the board in this society. I don't know. Like, I'm sure everyone knows this. That's, that's, that's like a tenant society that we all live in. It's rent, it's streaming TV, et cetera. It's literally every, it's t-shirts. It's, it's God, clothing. I hate it's, that so much. That, it's yeah. literally everything. It's, it's, it's food. Society. It's, uh, yeah, that, that's it's, right. It's like, Kyle, you Adobe can never is a pay it off. Scheme. No, no it, nothing it's, you pay for, it'll never stop. Yeah. No, it'll never like, pay you, it down. You can't you buy it. Like a product that you use, like I, I have subscriptions, I guess, like, and I, I, I try not to have a lot of them, but like, there's things that, like, I guess I've, but it's like it, it's, it's literally, it's, it's, it's soap, it's body wash, like that's like one, it's, it's scents that like you put in your Pura things at your house, another Utah company, like it's literally everything is subscriptions, and that's where all the money is. So an important piece of this, uh, he has a physical product that he calls the the black box subscription, um, and that's something that that he does. Of course, he has a loot box. Well, yeah, it, it's a loot box, and it contains like stickers and cards and shirts or whatever that you'll never get again if you don't subscribe to to these ones. And we've already got boxes one through six. So I, I will join if they make that lion NFT into a Funko Pop. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll get that for you. But something that Jimmy Rex and Sean Whalen and a lot of these guys do is that they essentially they market a subscription service that gives you access to them and their fucking brain trust is what like they often say. So Jimmy Rex has his Sean Whalen has his and they all they say that they essentially have these like secrets of the trades like because they I mean this guy's living like a pretty exorbitant lifestyle like he like he has money like that that's pretty clear but the goal like he can't like not everyone can just be this exact same guy it's like it would just be a scheme all the way down and i guess that's what he thinks he can try to accomplish but like no one else can be exactly this same thing just by taking this course like it's incredible that they're able to get away with you know tricking people into thinking that there's a lot of value here because what you'd be buying is how he's making his money so what is is your plan to sell a subscription to people that you can sell your own access to it's 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 amazing it's that like it's the whole yeah it's the it's the trump thing it's trump stakes no well no i mean it's like the whole thing about like there's only one trump and there's only one personality and and kind of that like enigmatic thing that makes you're selling your brand yeah yeah you're selling your brand and you're selling you're selling who you are despite like that there there can only be knockoffs and worse versions you know it's like 
Like Trump is the Coca-Cola. Sean Whalen is 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 the is the Coca-Cola and everybody else is like the shitty Kmart brand. I mean, yeah. think about it this way too. It's the best scheme possible. Yeah. Because it's essentially an MLM where you don't have to provide a product. Yeah. Like you I mean, don't have to produce anything tangible. Like all you gotta do is like we're gonna talk on the phone sometimes. Yeah. Give I mean, me that's like essentially how all like those the the leadership training MLMs are actually more effective than like the product selling ones like Nexium, yeah. for instance, is because if you're selling like an intangible product like training or whatever, then it's like easier to like give that uh, to provide that barrier or that that removal from, you know, any culpability here. But like this thing is two hundred ninety seven dollars a month. It's a car payment. Week- yeah. You get that's weekly so live streams money. with Sean. You get exclusive content. You get specialized groups. Um, and I'll just keep going here. You get an exclusive app. You get hundreds of exclusive training videos. You get these live coaching calls with Sean. You get your core four daily structure, which is just amazing. Uh, he just you repeats get, the core four again or what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he just really, does it over and over again. Listen, uh, if he, I had to... If, oh, my God. If, Persevere. If, <laughs> if I had to go through like a weekly session Plan. with Sean Whelan, I'd be Poison. dead in a month. I'm dead Poison. serious. Hair. <laughs> yeah. Prescription drugs. Private message <laughs> private message boards. Expert coaching. Like, You're this paying is $297 a month. And oh, I want to go to a Lion's Den live event. I would love... You know, the, the most absolute depraved part of me like wants to sign up for this nonsense so bad just so i can really understand what's going on here see this is the shit though that drives me the most insane and what makes me legitimately sick and like legitimately angry yeah because what he's doing is it's just ultimately predatory and we live in a time where there's never been more loneliness and more isolation and and like you have this entire like group of 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 young men who don't have social skills and are like looking to be a part of something and he's he's offering them that but at like a premium price that like isn't going to do anything to actually enrich their lives it's only going to make him richer and And more of an annoying jackass Yeah. yeah like and like it's so like I know and it's so it's so easy to refute. It's like the OUR thing, and you know, of like, oh, you don't like, or like you're pro, you're pro human trafficking. It's like, oh, you want these guys to be losers? I'm trying to help these guys. Like, there's always that out, and it's yeah. it's just it drives me fucking nuts. I know. I was just thinking before you said that. I was like, God, it makes me so sad to think of the people who like pay for this and like yeah. attend yes. these coaching calls, like. I can hate the Sean Whalen guy, but like, I feel bad for the people that are like, Oh, oh I got to do like my coaching today. Like, I don't know. That like makes me yeah. really sad. It's <laughs> like, it's like the same thing with like people who really prescribe to, or like subscribe to QAnon. Like I yeah. don't necessarily, I don't, I feel bad for them. I'm angry at the people who were like at the top, like perpetuating yeah. the fucking scam. And it's, it's, it's the exact yeah. same, exact um, same thing. Yeah. So I, I think we should move to the, the next guy, Jordan, that you should tell yes. us about. But I think that, that topic that uh, that you're mentioning and Kel Gore, I know you brought it up on your episode with uh, about Jimmy Rex. So he does that same, he has that same thing where it's like you pay to be in this like brotherhood of oh my God. The, the boys, den, the, the, they, them den or whatever. The or whatever yeah. it's called. Yeah. Um, it's a non-binary uh, men's group. I like tangentially know of some people who, um, who are have paid or who 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 have been in Jimmy Rex's thing. 
Did they go like bungee jumping or something? (laughs) To to push a fucking rock through the desert. To like sleep in the dirt. Like it's literally like. Okay. You know what this reminds me of? It's like, you know, that like meme and it's like hard times create tough yeah. men tough men create good times good times create soft men and yes. i feel like it's like these like soft men that like idolize like world war ii veterans but they didn't like necessarily like see any shit yeah world <laughs> war ii so, is just and they kind of are like cosplaying yeah. as like they're like hyper masculine yeah ptsd grandpa yeah these are yeah like, these are <laughs> stolen valor they are the sons inst- of the men this is what's so <laughs> shitty about this though for real <laughs> is like they're I, I it's it's this thing it's it's super predatory it's the same like type of person that someone like jordan peterson appeals to and yes and um i i was listening to there's uh that show matt Leck's show with david griscom and uh their show left reckoning and david was talking about when he was growing up he grew up with a single mom um, never like had his, a dad in his life. And he like was like a teenager and he was like trying to look, teach himself how to shave. And he was like looking at stuff online, try to figure that out. And he found this website that was helping him like figure that out. And he went back to that website like a few years later. And it was just like funneling kids into like right wing shit, like right wing videos, media, etc. And it's yeah. like, that's what's out there for oh, no. these like, these like young men who, or like may not have like positive male influences in their life or might feel alienated, not have a sense of community at all. All of these guys that have this money are like wrapping all of these, like these young men into these types of schemes. And all of these guys have the exact same ideology. If you go through any of like the lions, not sheep thing, Jimmy Rex, et cetera, they're all just like, yeah, wearing a, wearing a mask is communism and you're like a pussy or whatever. Like that's like the whole thing. Yeah, and masculinity is under attack, and the only yeah, way we're going to sure. do that is by you giving me three hundred dollars to teach you how to be a man. Yeah, and they're so all, it's all just—they're all just fucking culture war algorithms. Totally. It really and, is, and, and like, but but these guys are really good at, at like exploiting like a niche that does, and like, yeah. like a whole and a true thing that does exist, where like you know, there's not really good like left influences on these these young men and because i mean by nature of just the money that these people have like that's one thing but um there's just like actually something that exists there and these guys are really exploiting it and the fact that they're as successful as they are by roping people into this is really depressing yeah uh because it really says a lot about just the state of things that they're able to pull this off because if they really wanted everyone to be as success as successful at them at like flipping houses or whatever, which is what Jimmy Rex does. Like he wouldn't just be going on like selling access to ask him questions about flipping houses. He would just continue doing real estate stuff. Yeah. But he knows there's money in taking advantage of these of these people and these like young men. It's always these young men. And like there's something to be said for like that many young men feeling alienated. And it's not good that they are just able to be so easily roped into this kind of fucking scheme. It's so sickening to me. So anyway, tell us about the next guy. Yeah, I was about to say like, exactly this is a, what I was talking yeah, this about. This is a perfect sort of transition to Ryan Mitchler, who was um, before he started this uh, website called Order of Man, which ugh, uh, he started. He had a website that was called um, it was something based off of Grey's Anatomy. It's really stupid. Um, oh yeah, there's Wealth Anatomy. It was a finance. Po- it was a finance podcast for doctors to help them learn how to do retirement. 
because Ryan Mitchler is actually a financial planner before all this. Um, he gave that up around 2014 and then transitioned into a more masculinity sort of based system. Um, I went back through, uh, internet archives. telling that a financial advisor saw that this was a huge, like opportunity, right? You know what the interesting (laughs) thing was like, I went back to like the early days of his website too. And it seems like it was more based on like the, Hey, you know what? Why don't we have a more like fraternal order sort of thing where men can come together and we can actually kind of start solving some of the problems around here. And by like 2022, like you start going in like 2017 or so, you start getting into heavy into things that before then would probably only be seen like Gamergate. Like Jesus. Yeah, it's it's bad. Like I saw a video of um him today talking about why women shouldn't be in the military. And yeah, of course, we're really regressing like really fast. We like, really so, are like, like, in terms of like just the talking points and stuff. I don't know. I feel like we're it's like maybe 2011 right now. We've like yeah. we slid back. There's a, well, for women in the military, it's like 94. Like, well, we sure have, that. But I just mean like with some other conversations that are yeah. happening lately, I'm like, what is going on? I know. And like there's like <laughs> a legitimate regressive this. movement going on. In it's this almost country. like we're constantly under siege and on the defense with any type of progress. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I watched that video too, just because I want to see what the hell he was talking about on that one. Yeah. And he referenced like his basic training at Fort Sill about like why, like there's really different physical standards. Like, okay, buddy, first of all, it's fucking basic training. Like it's meant to pass everybody. Like s- stop with that. Like as someone who served in the military for quite a while and all that, like I, I see things like that and like, Dude, if the only thing you have to go off is basic training, you have nothing. <laughs> because my career was, that's eight weeks and I was done. It's like, cool, whatever. I did not even think about it. And I went to Fort Benning with a bunch of guys and all that. Like, I didn't have a co-ed basic training. And I don't care. Like, it didn't change how I was as a soldier. I didn't feel tougher because, like, I was only surrounded by men there. Like, it was eight miserable weeks in the Georgia, in the Georgian forest and I was done. whoop do? And... It goes on to a bunch of other things he talks about, too. Like, I read his book, which is like uh, Sovereignty, which is about like like setting up boundaries for men. Like, I think it's called Sovereignty, <laughs> Winning Men's Hearts and Minds, which what a phrase, by the <sighs> way. Like, nothing bad I, has ever I been associated with I love to win that. the hearts and minds of the men in my life. <sighs> Good God. That man. is my life mission. And like, I read the first little bit of it, too. And it talks about the same issues we're talking about too. Like men are lonely. Men feel like they have this undue pressure on them to be providers, to, to essentially do all the things that like masculinity and patriarchy have put upon them. But of course I'll never phrase it like that because if they do that, then the whole game's given away. I just saw the picture of him. He looks like he's like from fucking game of Thrones or some shit. (laughs) Yeah. I swear some of these people, if they hadn't have gone straight to grifting, they would have done great in Hollywood for, for serious. Like they're always on camera. They're always on yeah, Instagram. He looks like Tormund Giants Ben. No, like, he looks like Tormund Mini Bane or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> this guy's not that big. Like he's like five nine. Like, don't let the beard fool you at all. That's what I'm saying. He looks like, exactly <laughs> like him, actually, face wise. 
I mean, I wish I could grow Sean Whalen and Ryan Mitchler did the exact same thing where it's like once their initial thing kind of flamed out, they just were like, well, I guess I'll just grow a beard and like start saying that women are, uh, shouldn't be raising our men and that, um, we should homeschool and, um, the government should be raising kids. Okay. Moving on. See, I really think that's the reason why I'm a leftist though, is that like, I can't grow a beard because <laughs> if I could grow like a big, scary beard, it would be so easy for me to be a right wing grifter. That's true. It's too itchy. I can't do it. Like I, I get to like this level and it's like, I got to shave it because I'm getting driven crazy by my facial hair. I just got those shitty British jeans and none of my family. You got to go the, the Peterson route, the like academic, like I'm the professor. I'm like what like stupid people think a professor is. Yeah, you should become the new dark professor, Greg. Yes, that's what. Greg, no, then I'll have to be like a fucking. I'll be like a bow tie dipshit. No, 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 no. Was it IDW? The intellectual dark web. Yeah, yeah. These guys are like Instagram. You need dark web. I know exactly what we're gonna do. We're gonna rig. No, Greg. Holy shit. All right, Greg, we're going to rig your mountain bike up with yes. an, with an, a, an AV setup, and we're going to have you vlogging on trail, and you're going to be giving lessons from the trail, and it's going to be Dr. Greg on the trail. and About how masculinity is under attack. And you are going There's, to be using mask, masculinity under attack to make kids into little socialists, huh? How about that? How come there's no Mr. Potato Head anymore? Hold on a second. Got to do this 4% grade. And then... <laughs> Doesn't it suck that any one of you could go, like, do something like that? Strap a GoPro to a mountain bike and say masculinity is under attack and you would be famous in less than a week. It's it's dawned on me so many times, like, if I actually didn't have a conscience or, like, principles or something... I could probably do that. It's like, I was a troop, you know, I could just like lean on that. Like I'm more of a troop than Ryan Mitchell was like, I can, whatever, let's do this. Woke liberals have ruined let's our military. Hear it. Let's hear your uh, audition for IDW. <laughs> Woke liberals have ruined our military. We're no longer safe. We rely upon the military's under attack. The military is under attack by uh, woke scolds. Oh, uh, yes, you could be the whistleblower on the on the woke military. That's a great idea. I saw I saw a captain use pronouns. Oh my god. <laughs> How can I go into battle with someone when I know that they use he him pronouns? Oh my. <laughs> I no. shouldn't have to go into battle with anyone who has pronouns. The only pronouns okay. the only pronouns I use are US and A. Oh my god. Was that Ted Cruz? <laughs> I think I think Marjorie Taylor Greene did that. No, oh, I think nice. Ted Cruz okay. was uh uh he said something like I'll kick your ass or something. Oh. Or like <laughs> no, kiss I'm my sure. my only pronouns are kiss my ass or something. I was like yeah, sick. Dude. I That's think you're awesome. Right. Yeah, the Fuck man yeah. who is probably the least likely on earth to ever get in a fist fight. Yeah, that mm. is that is incredible. Do, yeah, okay, I, tell I me really more did. about uh, whatever his name oh, is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so at the end of his book and all that, too, he just gives another one like, hey, how about you join the Iron Council? Like all these guys are just like essentially the just Iron like. Iron Council? Yeah, it seems like all these guys just like had like dungeon, like D&D &D dungeon master names. There's like, I could probably turn this into money. 
and then they just yeah. did. Yeah. That, yeah, like that's something you got out of like a fucking internet name generator. Yeah. The Iron Council. It's like, all right, thank you for your Game of Thrones. Do you have some stuff in here in this in this about capitalism? What what he says about it being manly? Oh yeah. Okay. So I listened to one of his podcasts today because the first step to him, if you go to the order of man is you have a podcast to listen to. And there's tons of people been on it too. Terry Crews has been on it. Ben Shapiro has been on it. Tim Tebow has been on it. A lot of famous people. Um, he did one of just himself. It was like, is capitalism manly? And of course the answer is a resounding yes. Who would have thought so from a masculinity minded financial planner? Mm. <laughs> Um, but also the first thing he did note is that, um, I'm sorry, socialism and communism, not manly. I'm sorry, pussies. And so am, I, that, am I allowed to like it then? Is it fine then? Yeah, because, um, okay. you know, you're not masculine. I'm, yeah, it, it's really it a stupid. Sense it really like is it. such a stupid thing, too, because like his whole thing is like to like provide and protect too and like i also just thought about like well socialism and communism do provide and protect for everybody especially from like you know financial downfall but that's bad that's bad though because you know you didn't earn it well okay so it sounds like he so he's got another subscription as well that you can join so now we're up i don't know how much his is but we're I 97 dollars a month so you know you're getting okay, much so of a deal compared to that to sean Wayland. we're up to about 400 dollars in subscriptions if we're trying to be part of the order of man and the lion uh the lions <laughs> lion yeah, den lion den sorry yeah. the lion den and the order okay 400 bucks i think that's a good way for us to use our money what about we are the they? Oh okay, so yes, we, my favorite do, one. Oh, oh, you can't. You can do nine ninety seven a year. Okay, you can do an annual subscription for uh, the 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 de- uh fuck. The He's in it for the man. long con. Yeah. Okay, so Jimmy Rex. Um, he he's he's a favorite of mine just because Kelgar. I agree with what you're saying. Like he he is a different vibe from the other ones, but it makes me kind of feel bad for him in a little in, in yeah, a way i think he, he's a little too nice he follows the same formula as a lot of them like he he i'm sure you're fam- i mean you're obviously familiar uh um with the the bowl and the, the bowls instagram and the the podcast from the bowl or the instagram reels from the bowls podcast the um, bullpen I don't even know what it's called, actually. It's called, it's the, called bullpen. the bullpen. Is it called the bullpen? Okay. That dude yeah. brings up history way more than he should. Yeah. And- oh, that was my favorite thing about AlphaCon was that he said that the uh, the fall of Rome was caused by inflation. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Fucking yeah. rocks you can so just much. say whatever. Yeah. You, it doesn't stu- even matter. If you study history, you'll realize that when the Romans. <laughs> Do you guys remember when inflated he posted, prices? Remember when he posted the Cassius King video? And like he was talking about how his friend, he just, you got to have the cash on hand to buy an island. He's like, cash isn't king, but for my friend, cash is king because he just bought an island. And that's oh cool. God. But cash isn't king. It might be king. It might be king in the future. I love the bowl. He's like one of my favorites. But Jimmy okay. Rex does the same thing with his, his podcast. Do, do you guys know? with my buddy. He got a great deal on Little St. James. Do you guys that's know right. how? Oh, my God. Do you guys know how we are them? They uh, got their name. I actually do. And well, I, yes. I want to say first, so Kelgore, your video, tell us about, tell us a little bit about what the video was that you covered, because that was, oh, that's yeah. one of my favorite Jimmy Rex masterpieces. 
So that was a video I did with Jarvis Johnson. He was like a pretty big YouTuber, which is cool. I'm like yeah, small fucking potato. Funny. He's a funny guy. But he's guy. super funny. Yeah. So basically I, I like talked to him and I was like, oh, well, the only other thing, because I like, I pitched some idea for a video with him and I was like, he was like, eh, maybe. And then I was like, well, the only other thing is I'm like kind of obsessed with these fucking weirdos. And like, and I sent him the name, Jimmy Rex. And I was like, he was like at AlphaCon. And then he writes back like five minutes later. He's like, oh my God. I looked it up on YouTube and the first thing I found was this take off your mask video. <laughs> and it's just the goofiest like PSA. But then at the end, they're like, hey, we're not talking about masks like from COVID. We're talking about like the mask inside all of us. And, like, I, all I, of- <laughs> again, don't watch Jimmy's video. Go watch Kel Gore's video it's really with Jarvis funny. because it yeah. is amazing. And he it's it's sad because he doesn't have a very strong voice. And he's like trying to do dramatic narration in the music in this is video. too loud. The, too the music is too loud. His voice, he do, he's he's again like he's like he's he's a smaller issue dude. He just doesn't he doesn't like really get his voice out there like a lot of these other guys do. And it sounds yeah. really funny. He's funny pacing, but then the content of the video is just incredible. Like he he, he mentions he's like he's like Gucci, Versace, Jordans. These are the names of people that we mask ourselves with and also like the mask that you're wearing for covid like these are bad that, yeah yeah like you shouldn't you shouldn't do that i, I just thought of something and i was like okay the thing that is he doesn't go super political he gets a little political but i think he's an alpha bro for centrist men yeah he, he yes. is like he's not doing all this like anti woke shit because he kind of doesn't even, he like doesn't double down on stuff he'll be like I'm talking about just like in general. Okay, <laughs> no, you're you're right because and and what the best example of this is that he didn't actually speak at AlphaCon and because of the backlash he's too oh, he's too cowardly. I, I looked for a video from it. Yeah, no, he actually backed out. So when everyone got super pissed about it. It, well, and, and like was making it pissed is not the right word. Everyone was making fun of them endlessly uh, for like that first couple weeks when it first launched or the the poster, I guess. He was like, oh, yeah, actually, this is way different than what I thought it was going to be. And the poster is weird. So I'm actually not going to speak at it anymore. So he didn't. So you're right. Like he is. He's not as like I- ideologically committed as yeah. a lot of these other guys seem. You should lean into that more because he could be like he could just do like normie self-development shit. Yeah, and I yeah. think that's kind of like he, he'll talk a little bit about like, like a good, honest grifter, you know? Yeah, and he's <laughs> like the, the Tim Kane of alphas. Yeah, yeah, and he like, um, you know, he 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 has like the anti cancel culture stuff, and of course, he was talking about like masks a little bit, but he is more of like a social climber and wants to just be like in the rooms with like famous people. Like that's his whole thing. Like if you look like through his Instagram. That, if I saw if like my dad had like a Jimmy Rex book, I would be like, come on. But if he had like a Sean Whalen book, I'd be like, dad, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah <laughs> okay. Absolutely. I, I had to go through his Instagram a little bit too, but um, there's, it's super wholesome. There's a picture with him and Ron DeSantis. Like got to meet the future oh, president fuck. earlier today. Oh, that's that's pretty yes. rough. And the funniest. Who are they st- I called, okay, my, my prediction is it's going to be DeSantis Boebert. And so many people have been telling me, no, they're still not over Trump. But if people like Jimmy Rex are starting to say that DeSantis is going to be the next president, 
fuck it's coming oh, true dude the, the desantis picture is weird actually but like it looks like they did a face swap it really does but like like his Ew. his most recent pictures like he has a picture with like jamie fox and they're just like like he he seems like the type of guy who's just desperate to get pictures with people so he can post about how he was with them and he, okay but like when he posts from like a mexican villa because he's like on vacation i genuinely am like this guy is so stoked that he gets to like hang out in mexico this weekend oh he's also he's an like, ayahuasca like, guy now oh fuck yeah okay. he, he's an ayahuasca guy and he had this mormon this mormon bishop on who does or did or does currently like regularly do ayahuasca or take yeah. a lot of ayahuasca jimmy rex actually i remember him having some semi it was like tiktok clips of his podcast it was like semi political but it was like about how um like mushrooms and stuff like that should be decriminalized and i was like these are the moments where like i know it's the joe rogan influence so he's gonna go i ran into him this weekend he's what (laughs) i ran into joe rogan this weekend you ran into him Uh, it's just well, well that's it's for another time but <laughs> okay, he okay, he's, okay. he's a tiny little baby man yeah he's a little naked mole rat anyway Kelgore, um, keep going i forget oh, oh anyways my point was just that um jimmy rex kind of had that like it's like um yeah like the joe rogan like gut health bro science yeah. shit but um with more like centrist values than even joe rogan i think yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think oh, Jimmy oh, Rex. He recently had Evan McMullen on his podcast, which is something oh I'm probably going to need to listen to. Oh, that was back in February. No, no. Sorry, Jordan. Keep uh, okay, absolutely. I honestly not. think like Jimmy Rex just feels like if like Michael Scott tried to be Joe Rogan. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Like you know, if he said something Dude. really controversial, he would like. It would be like by accident, whereas like Sean Whalen's saying it on purpose. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. There's like a picture of Jimmy Rex. He posted on January 30th on Twitter. He's like doing the soy face with a puppy and he's like, got my first dog today. And it's like a poodle. <laughs> it's like, a, but then the one before that is like something about being a patriot. It's just like, oh, yeah, man. he has latitudes and these other two don't. Yeah, that that is absolutely true. I don't think um, Jimmy Rex's cult would be destructive. Let's just say that it would just be a scam. Yeah, it's like yeah, Jimmy actually, Rex. They are going like bungee jumping and stuff. Yeah, so G- Jimmy Rex's group isn't going to storm the Capitol. Yeah, so I hope not. Jordan, you asked you asked uh, if I know where they got the the we are the they them <laughs> name, and I actually do because I I. One to, when we first learned about him and I was looking through his website, I remember seeing it. And then, Kelgore, you brought it up again on your video where he – where he or yeah, I, I can't remember Jarvis what it was. It it's essentially, he's like – I have the like, video of it if you want to listen to it. Okay, play it. God, man. He likes to pitch it, you know? Yeah, I can't say it better than he can. can we, or should, or should we be able to hear it yet? Jordan? <laughs> no. We almost had it. Okay. Well, we can't hear it still. Should we all just pretend laugh? Ha <laughs> ha. That Jimmy, you're so funny. Oh, Jimmy. And that's it's how it's they not the and them. <laughs> Jordan, you're concerning me. Do you, why aren't you talking? <laughs> yeah, we can't hear you now. What? Oh. Oh, oh never mind. Yeah, you were just like lip syncing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, could you not hear the audio of that? No. no. That's what I was saying. Ooh, I couldn't hear. All right. Um, he crud. has the words somewhere, right? 
Well, uh, never mind. It, I'll put it in post. It doesn't matter. Anyway, okay, he, he got it after a uh, after an o- Operation Underground Railroad raid. Are you serious? Yeah, we're so like his, the, whole, the whole thing is oh like, uh, you know, no one's coming to save you. The people always ask, like, like when will they come help us or save us? Or oh yeah, no, no, it, it, it was what even dumber it? than that. It was what is, what um, is it? his girlfriend was asking, "You shouldn't do this anymore. It's really dangerous. Like, you should let them take care of it." Oh, and yeah. then he was like, "They they know what they're doing," and he was like. Well, we are the they, and he said, yeah, "Like he's like chills yeah. immediately, chills." <laughs> it's yeah, it's like it's like the world's going to shit. Who's going to do something about it? We are, and we are, we are the we are they them that are doing the the thing about it. And it's like the shittiest we Christopher the Nolan <laughs> Batman script. And and what are we going to do about it? They. We're going to well, go actually, bungee I, jumping. Sorry, I convinced myself it was we are the them. So I actually forgot what it was. But I love the we are the they them. I think that I think this is what he should change it to. Um, I think that would be great. I think so too. Um, so he has really good video. I, his video content is is pretty good. So he he overall he's like he's like a real estate guy. He flips houses. He's a he's a landlord. Also, keep in mind that a lot of these the advice that these these guys give out is like. Uh, I, I know they'd mentioned it at AlphaCon and the bull was talking about this too, but it was like, you know, leverage credit cards as much as you can to like buy real estate to rent out to people or whatever. Like there, the idea, I guess, is just like everyone becomes like a landlord. And I think that's just like sustainable or something. Um, so that seems like a good plan, but he has really good videos that are pretty entertaining. I'd say yeah, his, his day in the life video on his webpage is the most entertaining thing I've probably seen in a long oh, yeah, time. Yeah, This one is awesome. I've like, seen this one. <laughs> wake up at 7am yeah. stretch for an hour, pick up dog, do <laughs> go to the gym, What's work, so for, work for like an hour. Yeah. You're not supposed to static stretch for an hour before you go to the gym. You hey man, fucking it, 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 so fucking flexible. <laughs> Yeah, dude, he, dude, Jimmy, Jimmy be bendy, man. You guys don't even Jimmy's know. Jimmy's doing the splits on the dance floor, you know? I, I saw him at a cowboy bar and uh, listen, he was, he was just standing there. Actually, I didn't see him dance, but I just pictured him dancing. Jimmy you know, Rex sure. do the bus it challenge. <laughs> he was just grittying. On the, He's not anyway. there to dance. He's there to get a good picture for IG and move on. Like, that's it. Yeah, and and he, you know, if you just look through his Instagram again, his whole thing seemed to be just trying to pick, take pictures with famous pe- people, which is kind of funny. Um, and uh, like, there is something that's like less. He he's super corny, and but I, he does seem like more of a social climber than, like I said, ideologically committed to like really anything, which kind of makes it even more lame that people subscribe to his course because it's even more expensive. I need you to get into the prices. Yeah. Okay. So, oh man. Um, he has similar type things as the other guys. So you essentially you have weekly live calls. Uh, you get on a call with an hour with Jimmy and other leaders. You have an online coaching course, uh, 10 levels of mastery to become a superior man and level up. Okay. What 10 in person live event. You get two events per year where we can learn from experts, grow as a community. You get an exclusive portal iOS and online app where you can chat, communicate, share, laugh and grow together. You get an elite network and mentors. You get access to Jimmy's elite network of leaders, friends, and mentors to help guide you like they did him. Why do we need any of this when I have Twitter? Sean Whalen calls me once a month and calls me a bitch. That's right. Adventure. You get adventure trips, which is what uh, which is what we were talking about as far as uh, bungee jumping goes. You get to face your fears and have experiences of a lifetime. 
the opportunity to join these trips. Um, I think the trips. Oh yeah, I th- the trips might cost money on top. Oh, of they're, they're the separate on top of that. They used to have that sure. priced out a lot better, but yeah. it's like five thousand so, for a trip. Yeah, he has actually consolidated his subscription like the other guys too, because it was more. It was different before. But essentially what he's he's charging now is $397 per month. And um, or, of course, you could get the uh, Queen's edition of the membership for We Are The They, uh, which is $100 per month, which is the women's edition of We Are The They because women have less money. So it's cheaper, I think, is the that's another thing about Jimmy is he's a bachelor (laughs) That, that actually yeah, a lot of yeah. them have their like powerful Fox News wife, you know, just in case they get locked up or whatever. She has yep. to do a social media campaign to get them out. Yeah, um, <laughs> Jimmy, he's he's more of like an uncle, <laughs> but like a really good one. But you know what? He's like a, he does have incredible uncle energy. This, yeah, this honestly shows like the most like entrepreneurial <laughs> spirit out of all of them too. Just because he's like, yeah, we're gonna do another program for women too for a hundred bucks a month because like that's. That's opening up for everyone. Like he's more inclusive than the rest of them. Jimmy yeah. is the best. And I bet the ladies love him. Yeah. I'm yeah. Sure doing the calls with them. Be like, I get to do your man call. Oh, <laughs> your man. the, uh, the uh, favorite <laughs> thing ever too is the, if you want the one-on-one coaching with Jimmy oh. Rex, it is $15,000 per month. Do you, <laughs> oh do you think God. he actually sells that? Do, do you think there's one person? I mean, $180,000 a year listen, to be coached by Jimmy Rex. Listen, if you think the purpose of this is actually to give coaching and that not like some right. sort of like, I mean, <laughs> he, I mean, that's a there's lot a, of money. There's a cynical side of me that just like that thinks like, right. that just thinks like, well, this could be legitimate. Then there's also another part of me that's like, this could also be like the easiest money laundering operation ever. That's what I, oh, think. I always There's forget one about person that. on earth who I can always, afford, yeah. afford that, who like fits that profile, and it's Baron Trump. Ooh. <laughs> That'd be kind of Baron Trump, yeah. is, Trump is being coached by Jimmy Rex. He yeah, actually Bar- got a new God. logo since the last time I looked, too. Yeah, they kind yeah, of looks like he did a little rebranding. They did, yeah. actually. This is looking kind of yeah. So like man. Yeah. So their their membership is that fifteen, that fifteen thousand dollar one is um, that's amazing. Awesome. I, how, so who, how, how, how? Like, is he just trying to find like a trust fund kid that doesn't know what to do with their money? That's got to be it. Right? I wanted to figure out more what it is, but you actually have to put in an answer why you want to have personal one on one coaching oh, really? with Jimmy Rex. And it was like I didn't find I didn't have a good answer for that one too. Nor do I have fifteen thousand dollars to go for coaching fairly certain if i tried to do that my wife would divorce me um yeah so it's called so the the so he has two websites it's called the the wap movement which is we are the they and then the other one is we are the they movement.com and it's a tribe of men working together to take control of their own lives yeah um yeah a lot of tribes in utah we got it we got hella tribes (laughs) yeah (laughs) we have so many tribes it's awesome um yeah, I mean, there are testimonials on here, so there are, you know, there are people that that are that are liking this and finding community in it, which, I mean, look, community is hard to find in uh, an alienating society that we live in. Uh, I just think that there's probably, God, we got we to gotta figure out some better options than uh, paying this guy $400 a month to 
pay five thousand dollars for a trip <laughs> like <laughs> oh also i forget is jimmy rex mormon so he's, he's not really big into it right Jimmy rex feels like he has that rich guy exemption like he can be uh, both yeah, yeah. So, I, so he's not I, well okay so all of these guys all of these guys like like all the alpha con guys pretty much as well they like all tangentially are they're all Similar to us, we're all, we're all ethnically Mormon. Mormon. That's correct. So we're all we all have that coursing through our veins. But like indigenous for, to Utah, right? <laughs> like we are we are eth- Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we so, don't we don't claim outsider Mormons. Yeah, oh, no, we're okay. not. You got it. You have to Was be there from like a the little holy bit of land. Supremacy there. Uh, you know, listen, I'm not gonna. Cl- <laughs> just kidding. No, I, I. For some people, guaranteed. Like the fundamentalist people, absolutely. But mm. yeah. Um. But like. There is like a cultural Mormonism that's like present through all of these guys. Like the fact that he had like an active Mormon bishop on to talk about ayahuasca is like the perfect encapsulation of what Jimmy Rex is. It's like mm-hmm. he knows a ton about Mormonism. He probably went on a mission. I like I guarantee that Sean Whalen went on a mission while we were talking. I also found a post like in his one about his daughter. He talked about how he went on a mission, which I'm so fascinated to know where he went and what he did. Um, but like all these guys probably went on missions and they all think that was like an incredible experience to hang out with only guys uh in a totally not gay situationship uh for two years but they they take that and then they you know say they learned a lot from it but then they become this where they like they can't really be as cool as they want to be if they're mormon they can't like go to parties and drink or whatever and you probably can't i don't know if you can do ayahuasca and be mormon i don't know what the rule is but yeah they like he's not but he is i don't know it's it's very odd I, and I don't now, really I'm really bad at judging this and I don't normally even like think of this. But do you think we are that? Do you think there's like some like kind of homoerotic homoerotic aspect it, to it? It feels a lot mm-hmm. less than it used to, because yeah. I okay. used to have that same thought, too. It's like a bunch of guys going to the forest for like paying five grand to do so. Like, all right, that's that's kind of sus, but OK. Yeah, it, it it's it is it used to feel a lot more like that when we first discovered this, and now it kind of just feels like guys paying, just are, paying for friendship, which yeah. really bums me out at like well, a core level. So weird about that to me is I feel like Utah of all places has like this really cohesive community aspect yeah. to it, Especially or at least Mormon, I yeah. thought it, like with the Mormon Church. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's kind of the whole thing about the church is that you have like a built-in community. That's like the best yeah. part. Yeah. Yes. If it wasn't for that, the whole state would probably just fall apart. But that's like that's the literally the biggest appeal outside of for salvation. Sure. And that it's, the Mormon I think church... they hold it over people's heads too, yeah. right? I yeah, mean, that's what just the idea of, of like yes. exile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or excommunication or whatever you call it. Exile is like I guess when you get kicked out of an actual place. <laughs> yeah. Ex- I mean, like we call them being, courts like, of love. Okay. Sure. Even if huh? you're not even excommunicated, you stop being a member. Like a lot of people feel ostracized at the very least. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean that, that that that's absolutely right. But it is like I I don't know. It's interesting that like this is something that appears to be making him like decently successful. That you can just be one of these like vaguely motivational speaker type guys who like does real estate and has a subscription service to allow you to text him once a month or whatever. Like that's just feels pathetic to me. And it makes me sad. Yeah, You give um, Jimmy Rex like, $700. He'll text you happy birthday. Like, yeah. And, but like, and I, uh, but it's like, it's, it, it makes me sad because I understand that there's like at some level, 
like he's feeling some need in like a really sick way. But yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's just taking advantage of people. But. <laughs> Kids without an uncle, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like what we need is more, we need more uncles. We need, yeah. we need volunteer uncles. I'm going to build an app that's just going to be uncles, like volunteer uncles. Folks, you can sign up to it's be like better help, but it's just like a text from your uncle. Folks, today Brigham Young Money is launching uh, the Magic Uncle Initiative. Um, Dude, is, I'm it's, it's, or, it's tangential uh, to a give me back my son coffee. Or like, I've never a five dollar uh, bill on your birthday. For f- yeah, for four hundred dollars a month, we will uh, come to your that's softball aunt games. Shit, actually, um, that's Aunt. Okay. Like, would, I think I think there's an idea here. I think we do for two hundred dollars a week. I will call you once a week and tell you to wash your ass in pits. <laughs> but like you need to, you need to, I, I, like you need to have an uncle that will like go camping with you, right? That'll just like so. I'm I'm talking about like, need, like better leftist grifters that don't just like hate women. Exactly. <laughs> like I'm making a I'm making a co-op of uncles to that you can sign up. <laughs> <laughs> to take, like this is an employee-owned business, and it's it. We're sharing, we're sharing the revenue, and it's just uncles that are signing up to take it's the impressionable REI of uncles. Yeah, to take impressionable Everybody young men camping. Everybody has to take turns being the uncle. Yeah. <laughs> for, it's my week to be the uncle. That's right. For for one hundred dollars a month, Can you guys cover my uncle. Dude, it's like please, what, what's, your, what's your job after the revolution, and it's. Just being being uncles. For a one hundred dollar subscription, I will cheat at Monopoly against you. Oh That's my right. god. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So I mean basically what what this synthesis of this episode is is I'll that teach you how to smoke a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> you need someone to like Look, you need someone to teach you how to smoke weed and like inhale properly. You need someone to. You, you need know. someone to tell you about a band that was cool like 22 years ago. Yeah, you know? who, who, I <laughs> I met I met like a 20 year old who didn't know who Incubus was recently. Like Aww. somebody has to be the <laughs> Incubus uncle. Edu- <laughs> that just reminds me of the time I had to educate my uh, my nephew being being a good uncle. On who Outcast was? Oh, oh yeah, man. that That's fucking even, hurt. The, it hurt sad my to me heart. that there's kids out there that don't know that there's someone named Uncle Cracker. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like that was like we just had we just had bands named shit like that. Or was that? It's not a band. It's a guy, I guess. <laughs> anyway, he's like Kid Rock's of Uncle DJ Cracker, or something like Jimmy that. Rex. <laughs> oh, Jimmy Rex is the ultimate Uncle Cracker. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and I, I think. I think that we can all try to find a little more uncle in ourselves so and Jimmy doesn't yeah. have to fill that void. We're going to have to launch the uncle tier on Patreon now. Oh my God. <laughs> That's a great idea. And I, I think I'm going to, I need to figure out one text whose a uncle year. I can be. One butt dial a year. Happy you birthday, know? buddy. It's not my birthday. Ah, close enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anything else we need? I mean, look, Kilgore, I don't know. I don't know how. This road is never going to end. I is my yeah. fear, and I think that you're in you're in this for life with us. And I'm glad you're here because solidarity. It's I'm yeah, glad to know it, it can kind of feel. Uh, we we kind of feel insane sometimes, but I'm glad that like our message is getting out of the walls of the state. Like sometimes I'm worried, like you know, not like I'm like 
just with a big beacon, like someone else, some, like we need an adult to pay attention to the, like what's <laughs> going on here and yeah. we need some help. And so I'm just glad yeah. there's someone on the outside who can be like, Getting some eyes on this yeah. situation. Well, okay, here, here's like a little bit of a rant. But like Go. when I when I like reached out to you guys and I was like, hey, can I come on the podcast? I was like really, really, really deep in a spiral of what I call gang stalking weirdos. Because yeah. <laughs> I don't follow them. So I don't like to say sure. the word follow because I refuse to follow them. But so I'm like constantly fucking all day checking their Instagram stories. They post constantly and you don't want to miss anything good. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the worst is when you go and check on your favorite grifter and they're like, had to, had to delete that one because everyone was so mad. And you're like, fuck, what did I miss? <laughs> so I was like, no, I'm in too deep. And I had my husband do this like child safety lock on my phone so that I can't <laughs> access certain apps. So I can't go on Twitter or Instagram on my phone anymore. <laughs> and Amazing. so... I stopped. I like got, I got away from it from a little bit and it really is exhausting checking yeah. in with these people all the time. It like, and it like rots my brain. And, but in the meantime, while I was doing this, I went from being like, Oh, haha, Jimmy Rex, these guys are such weirdos. Oh, look at that. Look at, um, Connor Boyack and his weird little kid books to being like, Oh, they're all, um, uh, racist fascists. Yeah. <laughs> and like, it was this weird thing where like I shifted to being like, I like, it was like the, they live meme. And I was like, this is no longer fun. Now I'm just seeing all these like dog whistles and yeah. stuff. And it got dark. And I was like, this is interesting and it's important, but I need to step away a little bit. And so I like, I've been like better about it, but you can't just like, constantly be looking at this media because you're just going to think you're just going to become a total doomer yeah it's it's you know? really tough and like when when alpha con was first announced i went oh, through God. i we, I, I think we went when we did our episode about it we talked about a bunch of them but that caught like national attention pretty pretty quick but i spent so much time that week going through all of their instagrams and trying to figure out as much as I could about them just because I was so fascinated. Like it, it, it introduced a whole new like cast of characters and you see, you start to see the same patterns with all of them too. They hang out with like similar exactly. people. They post similarly. They come from similar backgrounds. They're all divorced at least once or in Jimmy Rex's case, single. Not sure if he's divorced, um, but like they all, he, he's just embraced exact, the uncle lifestyle. Like, all yeah. of them, all of them got married in the temple, divorced, and are now dating like an alt woman with tattoos. Like that's like their whole thing. Now they and then they they smoke cigars and they're like, yeah, this is actually cool. But I still have Mormon children yeah. because their mom has custody and she raised them. But like they, <laughs> I, I like went down so many of these, and you see the same like the it, They all are very like, very, like Jimmy Rex, like you said, kind of like on the more centrist side because I think he does. I think he wants to be cool more than he wants to be like. Yeah. And I a, don't a think leader. he hates women. I really don't. Like, I don't get that feeling from him that yeah. like when he talks about masculinity, he's not talking about like pigeonholing sure. women. <laughs> yeah. He's talking about like, just be like the best kind of man, like the guy on the battlefield, like <laughs> be, be that guy who like carries the, the firefighter that carries the guy out of the building. Yeah. Let's go pretend to do that, guys. <laughs> Let's go do a fireman carry in the Moab desert. Let's go do some fireman drills. Yeah, no, absolutely. But there, there are like, I mean, Sean Whalen, I think is is an interesting one. But like, I mean, all of those guys that have really close associations with Tim Ballard, they're all like pretty craven ideologues about. Yeah. Like, I mean, that that Tim Ballard one like really spelled it out. Like that PragerU yeah. video where he was just like, 
It's really we gross. Have, the way we fight human sex trafficking is by like firing teachers who teach sex yeah. ed, essentially. Or like we need to like trans people are the problem, actually. Yeah. Exactly. Like, so it there seems to be such a like a quick jump over there, even though like a lot of them might seem a bit more just like I mean, it's 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 Jordan Peterson was like a lot of like a big example where it's like, oh, okay, here's like some pretty innocuous self-help stuff. And also like trans people should be like executed like they're what we're doing to trans people is is the equivalent of the Holocaust. Like it's like really quick to that point. And so a lot yeah. of them like tread in those waters. And I like that's what that's what like worries me. The people that are signing up for these subscriptions or whatever to be on these text chains it's like i, I i'm just, yeah I mean, that's talking, another weird world it becomes like very echo chambery thing. yeah like i they, haven't i haven't had the i can't join them because i i know that if i do that i'll just die probably yeah, yeah it's pretty it's pretty crazy I've, I've gone i've looked through a few through some and it's it's pretty nuts it's but weird yeah i don't know that, that that's the stuff that worries me they are like objectively hilarious though and i can't yeah like the I, Utah guys really are kind of funny yeah some of the like i don't know what it is because there's so, sort of this like sweetness to them or something in a way <laughs> um it's kind of like when a guy is from like texas and you're like you're like it's like this like cartoon version of like a guy. <laughs> Whereas like I follow some other people like from other states and stuff like uh, Scariest being like this guy from Missouri. Um, I follow like the BYM, like the the Missouri version of BYM. Okay. Also, it's called Hoot and Holler. And it's but it's just oh, about yeah. like Missouri and Missouri politics. And so like I know a lot about Utah. I know a lot about Missouri nice. and a little about Arkansas. And but yeah, and like same thing, but like the Utah guys are a little bit sweeter or something. I think that they have more of that like family values stuff or something. I, I think it literally it probably is a lot of them came from like more norm more of like the less fundamental, more normal Mormon backgrounds. And so they mm. like have there are like some values that come from that where you just I mean uh, there are like the psycho people like the desnap people that we've talked about before but like a yeah. lot of mormon people that come out of that can just be just like more normal respectful type people and they might try to fight against like their inner urges that they've been that they were taught when they were younger but there is something yeah. to be, and i think there's something to be said like w w with what you're talking about where like there is like somewhat of a of like a i don't know if it's a facade but they, they i get what you're saying it's like very it's it's there's a sheen on it that's like a more palatable yeah where even a like that like that guy sean whalen's instagram post about the driving the lamborghini to the tractor store like <laughs> yeah there's something that's like <laughs> i want to go read the rest of that caption it's, later it's like it's just like kind of clowny and i like can't take it seriously as like yeah he probably would like to be taken seriously um yeah so i don't know it's Tim Ballard does I, feel evil to me, though. I think a lot of these oh, guys, absolutely. especially like Tim Tim Ballard, yeah, re really weird vibes. Um, but also, like they align themselves. There's a few things they align themselves with, and then the grift is complete. And it's definitely like law enforcement or military, basically yeah. like the you know the the armed like <laughs> whatever anybody who's armed, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. And then um, there's which is part kind of like built into like the masculinity stuff. And then they align themselves with capital, which is like the, the Lamborghini post, right? Like, Oh, like, look how rich I am. Mm. They align themselves with Christianity, which is really important to a lot of people. And also like, I think 
uh, manipulates a lot of people into thinking, oh, I have something in common with this guy. And once they do those couple things, like it's just this perfect fucking storm. And so many people seem to have such a clear idea of how to do it. Sometimes it almost confuses me. I'm like, are you telling me all these guys are like self-aware about their grift or are some of them doing it innocently? Yeah. But I think it's self-aware. I I think so too. Like, it is interesting comparing like their, like how the the Sean Whalen acts and present himself like versus someone like Dan Bilzerian, I guess. Cause like they're kind of a lot of like the Instagram style that they go for is cut in that same mold of like how Dan Bilzerian has presented himself online for so long. Yeah. Sean Whalen's just like happily married. Dan Bilzerian. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I right. think like the best way to kind of show like how authentic they are is how they first presented their grift before like they were in their current one. Because I mean, yeah. John Wayland and Ryan Mitchell, like they just went with like the uh, no beard, I'm just a straight up money guy sort of thing. And then once that flamed out, it, then they adopted their new persona. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Bass Pro Shop version of that. Yeah, exactly. Like it's it's <laughs> yeah. like you can tell like the goal is still the same. It's just they just did a different like maneuver to it. Yeah. This this post is like just hilarious. You, so he's like at Lake Powell and his tank top says give violence a chance. <laughs> and he has this awesome. post about how like it's actually it's actually good to be like tough and violent, I suppose. But yeah, yeah. See, like that's where him and Jimmy Rex are different. Like Jimmy Rex would never ever yeah. wear a shirt that mm-hmm. said that. You he drove would just a Lamborghini. Instead, he would yeah. instead just uh, sink his, his boat in Lake Powell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you drove a Lamborghini to Tractor Supply and then sank it. <laughs> Jimmy Rex sinking his. Okay, that that was really funny. We should that uh, again. Watch Cover's video on it because too. like you did cover how he. Like, not it accidentally sank his his houseboat in Lake Powell, and then like it was sinking, but he just kept going, and he like <laughs> took he extrapolated like a big life lesson of how like when things just are bad, you just power through. And he was a like, "Captain goes down with his ship, dude." He is literally like just sinking this houseboat into the water, and as, as he's like behind the steering wheel, <laughs> it's incredible. Uh, anyway. Any any final thoughts on the on this cast of characters? I, I, like there are so many that we can do. These guys are all have they all some have of my favorite guys. Honestly, we love some are- guys. Um, <laughs> the only thought I have is um, if you give us one hundred and fifty dollars a month to our Patreon, you can call us Uncle and um, <laughs> the we, Uncle Tear. We can we can uh, provide um, I don't know advice. Um, no, I'm really bad at that. I don't think I would. You no, can come ride exactly a quarter of a mile with me on my <laughs> mountain bike. I will call you by the wrong name. You That's know what? Brilliant. You guys need to do an episode That's on soon promise. so that I can listen to it. Okay. Is um, something about s- some crazy MLM shit. <laughs> oh, we, did a, we did a whole we, episode we, we on LuLaRoe. Lula, Lula yeah, people. I know, but I'm saying we need to do another one. <laughs> Oh, yeah. we, can, we can do something. There's got to be something up and coming. Every time I look into an MLM, their headquarters are actually in Utah, even if they're not like from there. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it must be, be real convenient. Yeah. The that's laws. a good thing about having a legislature that, uh, you know, took away <laughs> any sort of like pyramid scheme or usury laws. So thank you, Orrin Hatch. It rules. <laughs> well, um, Kelgore, where should people is YouTube the the main thing we want to we want to send people you know, to? At, as of this date, 
YouTube and Twitter, I have essentially the exact same amount of subscribers on both. And then one day I'm going to have a clear advantage on one or the other. And it's going to be like, that's going to decide if I'm a YouTuber I, or a poster. <laughs> I, I like your YouTube format, though, is the thing. Like, oh, I think You're welcome. I think that's like a good, I think that's like kind of like more unique. And I like, I like that. It's kind of like podcast, but with like visual aids, which I really like. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, like, that's kind of true. <laughs> yeah, like it. Yeah, I don't know. It's so I'm I'm plugging your YouTube. <laughs> I oh, yeah, want it sure. to be YouTube. Good, go folks. We'll tag both. It's fine. No, nope, we will not be tagging Twitter. We will only be tagging <laughs> YouTube. You don't do the production, okay? <laughs> I do. Kelgore is an honorary uncle, so she I'll gets probably both. quit Twitter soon. Anyways, you know, we love to see. <laughs> probably, it. I can call. quit whenever I want. <laughs> I need to probably oh, do that man. as well before some Desnap person tracks me down and murders me. Let me know so. if you want the child safety lock thing. It's really improved my life. Uh, not having awesome. it on my phone. You might have to tell my wife about that because I yeah, think just, I, she's just got to think of a pin code that you wouldn't know. <laughs> I, I don't think I could physically do it myself. She would have to. Because mm. <laughs> yeah. I am all about Semper Post, but. Yeah. You don't think you could pull the trigger yourself? No, it's, it's too hard. That's yeah. fair enough. But yeah, if you if you listen to this podcast and you like some of the topics that we've talked about, I recommend at least you got to watch the Tim Ballard one. Because yeah, go watch the Tim Ballard. Jimmy Rex one is, is great too. All, everything else is good. So I'm voting that you, that Cal Gore's Instagram or excuse me, uh, YouTube becomes the, <laughs> the 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 clear leader. So that's I'm Jordan can vote for the Twitter, but I'm. I'm leaning in on YouTube. All right. I appreciate the input though, you know. Yeah. When, when did we say this was a democracy, Kyle? Well, I am in charge of the recording tonight, so you may not be getting the files. <laughs> I have all the passwords though. That's true. I don't have any. Well, little, thank you so much for joining Prisoner's dilemma we have ourselves here. We really do. Kelgore, thank you yeah, for coming on. Thank you guys on. so much. Was this great. was super cool and it was awesome to go on a podcast that I really like to listen to. Thank you so, for suffering yeah. with us and having fun <laughs> with these fun guys that we love. Everyone go spread some uncle magic in the world. It's important. Be someone's uncle. You don't need to be an uncle to be an uncle. Yeah. Every, be the uncle uh, you wish The Mormon thing had. is every member a missionary. Every listener an uncle is what I'm saying. <laughs> every listener an uncle. <laughs> We're ending on that. Okay. We've got new stickers coming out real soon. This That's is the, right. this is the million uncle <laughs> initiative. <laughs>